Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, here on Dork Tales. This is book one, The Devil and the Doves. I'm your storyteller, Kelly, and uh, I'm very excited to be here tonight. Um, this is our second episode. We had such a fantastic turnout to the first one. I'm hoping we can keep this momentum rolling and that you all are going to enjoy yourself here. Now, before I pass this over to the cast, I do want to say a couple of things real quick. Uh, first of all, Mage the Ascension, the Victorian era, is a game intended for mature audiences. There will be elements in this episode uh, that may be, um, may be uncomfortable for some people. Now, uh, we all have been role-playing with each other for quite some time. We know each other's lines, and we've had numerous conversations over the, the months and years that we've known each other. So we know where our lines are, and we all trust each other not to cross those. Uh, however, uh, viewers, you have different lines, and unfortunately, we cannot always determine what those are by guesswork. So um, when something extreme is going to happen, I will probably give you a content warning if I know it's coming. Um, tonight, uh, there may be scenes of horror and gore, but that's about it, really. Um, I will warn you if they manage to make it to the scene with all of the gore. Um, besides that, uh, tonight, if you can handle a Victorian horror story, then you can handle this episode. Um, that's all I have to say about that. So I am, uh, I'm very excited to be here. I'm a little sleepy because I haven't really slept in about three days. Uh, but you know what? It feels really good to be back here in Mage, even though I am wearing three layers in the middle of summer. Uh, and with that, I'm going to pass it down to, let's say, uh, hi, Jen. Hi. Sure. Um, hi, I'm Jen, and I'm uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing Josephine Carrington, Banny Tharsis, whose pronouns are uh, mutable, but yeah. she, her works. Like reality. Gender yeah. is like reality. Mutable and mutable. bendable to my whims. <laughs> yeah. And we'll potentially give you paradox maybe i don't know <laughs> for some people some people um <laughs> all right let's say hello christine hello i'm christine um i use she her pronouns and i am playing evelyn taylor uh she is our uh electrodyne engineer turned son of ether ish Ish. Kind of. Soon. It's happening. It's in the progress of occurring. In book two. I am crossing two. crossing the lines. Yes. Good. All right. Good to have you. Hello, Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, they pronouns. And tonight I am playing Darcy Harkness, the uh, member of the Verbine, uh, uh, Irish wild child. And uh, she uses she, her pronouns. And... Uh, yeah. Nice. Episode two. Woo. Or chapter two. Chapter two. Chapter two. Um, in which our heroines form bonds and an enemy becomes known. The title actually was an extra sentence, but I couldn't fit it on a card. So we uh, I shortened it because Victorian titles are ridiculous. And last but not least. Uh, hi, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And I will be playing our celestial chorus and uh Cult of Ecstasy, uh, Dual Tradition, Mage, Chastity, Prudence, Goodwin. And she uses she, her pronouns as well. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. 
I'm looking forward to a lot more chastity and Teddy interaction. Oh, God, I've got to be Teddy tonight. Yeah. Be teddy day. Yep. All right, I got to yeah. be a lot of people tonight, so this is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> one quick note: uh, so this, uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is a game set in a historical era. We're going to do our best to try to keep the flavor of the era uh, going, but it's we're here for fun. Uh, and with that in mind, I also want to make a note on accents. Obviously, um, some of us are actors. Not all of us are, are actors or trained actors at the very least. So if any of us try an accent, we're just doing it for fun. Uh, however. Um, whenever we're doing an accent that could be potentially um, uh, upsetting or um, basically um, I have a character coming in tonight and I'm probably not going to do an accent for him because I was trying to do uh, I was trying to hit the correct one all week and I was like this is going to sound awful uh, so I'm going to spare that entire demographic of accented people my my uh, my trouble um, but um, yes it is going to be a, an interesting night, and uh, we'll try for historical accuracy, but fun comes first, and we hope you enjoy the time. All right, so. And uh, I'm using a big purple cup tonight because the teacup I used last time spilled everywhere in the middle of the game, and I just played it cool, which I don't, I haven't slept, so I can't play it cool tonight. <laughs> Although Teddy's going to be in rare form, I have a feeling. Um, <clears throat> uh, are there any last minute things that anybody wants to bring up before we begin? No? We okay? We are good to go. I think so. I think we're good. All right. So, uh, everybody, do me a favor, and uh, I am going... Because we're not playing in person, unfortunately, it's a little harder for me to keep a tally of Paradox. Uh, so, I am going to just go through and ask you for your Paradox <laughs> well, totals right now. Before uh, we get to that, real hmm. quick question. Mm -hmm. How do I calculate how much quintessence I have? Uh, you have your Avatar rating to begin with. So all of you should have that. I think that was the, the thing that I neglected to do last episode. And also... Um, so I had a total of two points then. You should have... A, you had a total of two points, yeah. Okay, and I spent them. I think you did spend both of them, yes. Yes. So you can okay, so I have no... You have no magic. Okay. You, have no, you have no quintessence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, it makes my magic go zoom. <laughs> that is true. Go zoom, it's, yes. <laughs> um, all right, Jen, how many points of paradox do you have? Three. Okay. Amy? Uh, none presently. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Robin? One. Okay. And Christine? Zero. Zero. Okay. Uh, so stuff usually doesn't happen until we hit five in M20 and Victorian, so we've got a little bit of ways to go. Uh, so with that in mind... Oh, hey, thanks for the hype train. Um, I am going to just settle us in, and we're going to start the game. So... Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's have some fun. <clears throat> Chapter 2 Many months before, long before the night the doves came to gather, there was a great storm that took the Irish countryside by force. It was as if the angels themselves sought to drown the verdant countryside in a second flood, or at least so Charlotte Keevan seemed to think. The deluge had come on so suddenly that her boys hadn't made it home from visiting town to buy flour, salt, and more whiskey. She was half stricken with panic, but Odin, her husband, and her rock was as calming as ever. The last weeks hadn't had been hard for them both, after Darcy, their foster daughter, had run away. They couldn't blame her, given the untimely demise of that good boy, Callum O'Dugan, but without his family's money to help ease their own burdens, each day seemed to bring about the reminder 
of their farm's future failing, in the form of stillbirths from the cattle, barren chickens, and sour milk. It was as if God himself was punishing them for having sheltered that dark secret of a girl for so long. And perhaps he was. For soon, amidst the peal and thunder of the coursing rhyme of rain, there came a rapping at the door. One, two, three knocks of metal on wood. Charlotte leapt to her feet, unsteady from exhaustion and the last dregs of whiskey that she and her husband had drunk to calm themselves. The door was latched shut, lest the wind tear it open, and in case the whiskey had led to a bit more than calm between the pair. She pulled on her nightgown and made her way to the door, ready to tear a strip out of her children for risking the trip home, as well as the leg of their one good horse. In fact, those words were on her lips as she wrenched the door open, but a sudden gust of wind stole them, and at the same time snuffed out each candle and even the hearth's light. Hello, Charlotte came a voice from the threshold, deeper and darker than the pitch of night. Lightning tore across the skyline and revealed a tall figure in a gray great cloak and tall hat. He held a walking stick in his gloved hand, its tip shaped with cruelty for striking and maiming. Not an inch of him was wet, despite the storm. Who? she stammered and stumbled back. Recognition crossed her eyes. She gasped and grasped at the small cross around her throat and held it aloft. You, you cannot come in. We do not invite you. The figure chuckled. Oh, <laughs> it's a little late for that. An explosion devoured the figure's final word as a shotgun fired from near the bed. It was a clean, remarkable shot despite the darkness, formed by a lifetime of illegal game hunting. It should have turned the figure's face to pulp. Instead, the pellets froze in air and fell to the ground in a series of impotent tinks. Hello, Odin. The shotgun shook in the man's hand, and he tried to reload a shell, but the figure stepped across the threshold, and with a twist of his gloved hand, the barrel began to glow red-hot. Odin streamed as his flesh blistered and burned, and he hurled the gun to the ground. Charlotte crawled to her husband's side and tried to tend the burns as best she could. She called the figure. You get nothing from us! Not from us! The figure's lips split into a smile. No. I think before the pain is done, you'll tell me everything. Now where is the girl? And he was right. Charlotte and Odin tried their best, but Eventually, through the screams and the pleading and the begging that was to come, a single, agonized, animalistic, almost incomprehensible word would come. London. Let none lead you astray. There are absolute truths in this world, and one of them is this. The devil is real. The devil is real, and he stalks the darkness in search of sacred flesh. Flesh that rots like discarded apple peels against the writhing, smoldering, bat-like wings that play dead beneath the long wool coat he costumes himself within. 
Hear that? The sound of striking cane point on cobblestone is a calling card. Hear it. And his name is on the tip of your throat like a barber's blade. He could be anyone if given a tick. Even you. We did not know it at the time, or what would become of us when we arrived at the safe house after our escape. But we would soon see that this night of surprises had many left to come. You escape. The carriage rushes down the street. And with that, you manage to shake the members of the Order of Reason that were giving you chase. Those three strange men looking like like Russian nesting dolls. Bald, pale, their skin glowing in the moonlight. And one by one they fell. And one by one. You swear that you harmed them or killed them. And your horses made off into the night. When figuring out where you would go, you made your way at the behest of the uh, the blonde rapscallion, Teddy, as those of you who are in earshot probably would have heard. I have a I have a house, he said. Um, sort of. There, I have a place we can go. It's in over by uh, Nodding Hill. The driver, Vivian, saw no reason to argue. And he drove the carriage there, hastily. As you bandaged your, yourselves up and picked yourselves up, you would find that in the back carriage there were several people. The four of you, as well as this teddy man, and a currently dazed to the point of unconsciousness young girl with a, a rather lovely face. Besides that, there was one final person at the back, a woman with steely disposition, as well as auburn hair beginning to go steely gray around the corners and angles of her sharp face. What do you do on the way there, or is the is the carriage quiet? I Chastity is gonna be checking over um, the unconscious or dazed form of Amelia and just making sure Teddy hasn't broken anything of, on himself. Mm. Oh no, it's it's broke. Oh no, I broke it. What? My compass. And the importance of the compass. I can't get us anywhere without the compass. My dad gave it to me. It, it's what does the magic. So, can you. Can I'm you get, get it, it fixed? I'm gonna have to get it fixed. It's broken. Okay. That's what you do with broken things. Um, I see it. Yes. Um, hello. Sorry, who? who are uh, so, you? from the floor, uh, Teddy is going to rise up and. Uh, I, where are my manners? Enchanté, <laughs> mademoiselle. He will reach for your hand. Um, pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh. 
bit of soot, um, but still uh, lovely. Oh, and um, you uh, turns over to Darcy. My, uh, oof. Uh, uh, Top of the evening to you, I suppose. Uh, uh, excuse but where did you all come from? Uh, the sky. Uh, uh, yes, but... Uh, <clears throat> how did you get to us? God delivered I, us. I I, no, I get you're using you magic. Uh, I I'm just I'm. Well, that's good. That's I'm, useful. Okay. Huh. Okay. This is the part where I kiss your hand. Oh oh sorry. <laughs> she hold up her hand, dazed. Teddy, I'm just gonna and she's and Chassie's gonna get off from where she's half sitting on his legs, probably because mm. she was like kneeling it's, on the ground. It's hard to reach around you this way. Yeah, and, I know. Um, just and she'll push and just kind of get herself kind of upright. Mm. Oh, and you, of course. And uh, he'll reach over toward Mai, the older woman, who will say, I think that's probably quite good enough. Oh, pardon me. <clears throat> I think that's probably quite good enough, Mr. Dashwood. I'm sorry. I don't think we've... No, but I knew your father. And you look just like him. Would you say you knew... You... When you knew my father, did you... I think it's probably enough talking from you. And she'll turn and look out the window. Can uh, Josephine do a quick little spell? Yes, you sure. may. What are you trying to do? Cool. Uh, I'm trying to use my court, uh, my correspondence to wrote to lose a tail. Sure, that sounds good. Um, so she's, she's gazing out the back of the uh, the big the, hole in the, the back. carriage with her with with her telescope and muttering Latin under her breath. Um, Sounds good. Okay, so this is going to be. Yeah. Um, you're making a lot of noise through the street, so I'm going to say this is uncanny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so that's going to be difficulty of four plus the sphere rating, so you should be difficulty six for this. Uh, if you're cool. using your specialty focus, so that will drop it by one. Yep. Your specialty instrument, my bad. Yes. Um, yeah, and I'd like it for a scene. Sure, that sounds good. And then additional successes uh, to difficulty. Sounds good. Cool. All right, so go ahead. Uh, so you're at difficulty five right now. If you take extra time, it'll be difficulty four. Yeah, I'll take the time. These people are all busy introducing themselves. And, and how I'm many like... successes are you trying for? <laughs> uh, I can't remember how many, uh, the so duration need, to scene uh, for is. For duration, you need two. Two? Okay, yep. then I'm going for, uh... I'm gonna say you need one for, one for scene, because, okay. uh, and the rest will be power, actually. Okay, then I'm going for three. Sounds good. Give me your, your, all right, Uh, that's only one success. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that that counts as half, so you can continue uh, the next minute at a plus one difficulty. Cool. Okay. The carriage is, is a little bumpy, and mm -hmm. I'm just and losing my concentration. Yeah. Wrong declension. Oh, that's better. Yeah, right. Uh, that is another three successes. Three successes. All right, so you'll have an extra one into power or duration. Probably uh, power, power, please. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So you have a minus three to tracking attempts. Okay, Percy. so as you are doing that in the corner, um, 
the rest of you are introducing yourselves, and uh, Teddy will kind of look wearily at May and May, and will pass over uh, his busted compass to um, uh, to Evelyn. Um, she would like to uh, just look at it and see how busted, what sort of fix it might need, etc. You think that it's going to take a, probably about an hour to fix even for you? Just the fine-tune mm-hmm. work is really broken? Like the um, the needle is completely snapped. Um, the um, Whatever happened here, it's getting like no magnetic pull at all. I could probably do that with technology. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, I think I can make some effort to repairing it for you, if you'd like. I would not be, um, I, uh, yeah, that would be great. That would be wonderful. Thank you. Well, when, once we get to your house, I will be able to do oh, something we, at least. Uh, get started. My uncle's house, but yes. Um, thank you. Uh, Miss. Evelyn. Miss Evelyn. And uh, Miss... Uh, 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 Darcy, uh, Darcy Harkness. Darcy Harkness. Uh, Uh, Beauregard Theodore, uh, Theophilius, technically, if you want to be strict, um, Dashwood. And my associate. Chastity. Goodwin, at your service. Sorry to be rude, but are you guys from from the Americas? No, yes. I was distracted during um, our transit. Mm. I was thinking um, of the wrong thing, unfortunately. We um, didn't quite end up where we intended. Definitely not France. Not France. I... No, you, you've you've missed it by a by a, a channel <laughs> or two. I was trying to think about the the clock. Be- well, we were under a little bit the of pressure, clock? so you got us out of there. That's... Yeah, the the big one, the big clock in the tower near the bridge. Yeah, that that's London. I'm realizing that now. I'm realizing that now. I, I haven't been over here in a, nearly a decade. But I mean, from what he looks like, can I have a good guess at to that he may have spent most of his time drunk, if anything? Uh, he looks can, like a part of the fast kind of set. <laughs> I think you can make me make me a perception and what skill would you like to use? What do you think? Um. No, I think something social because that would be a knowledge of social characteristics sure. and social. You can, you can do uh, plus etiquette. Okay. Perception and etiquette seems fine. Um, What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty on this going to be seven because you don't have much of a light source in here. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Um. If. 
not drunk, definitely part of the party set. He he absolutely is uh, a wealthy individual. You can tell that from the cut of his clothing. Uh, but you think that he's probably, he kind of strikes you as a golden retriever. He reminds you of a, of a dog that either you or one of your cousins had growing up. With the, okay. with the floppy golden locks. Uh, and as you're looking <laughs> at him, uh, so just to quickly describe Teddy, he is a, uh, a, a rather handsome man with, um, with strong bone structure and uh, an athletic but not too bulky of a body, kind of like uh, more like a runner's body than like a lifter's body, uh, with long kind of curly blonde hair that falls down around his shoulders, uh, dressed in a, a fine suit with, a, with an elaborate waistcoat. But what do the rest of you look like? Let's describe ourselves since we're all together now. So I'm looking at you. So why don't you describe first, Evelyn? Okay. Um, let me just actually pull up what I wrote in my survey. Okay. My quick description. Uh, so Evelyn is about 5'5", five five, so for relatively, I, don't, I guess medium, medium height, maybe a little tall for this era. Um, she's quite slender. She looks fairly fragile. If anything, um, very delicate features, kind of a heart-shaped face, um, like very curly, light reddish blonde, so kind of strawberry blonde brown hair, um, and blue eyes, and just yeah, so fairly fragile and delicate looking. Okay. All right. Everything else you can't see because of her clothing. What about Darcy? <laughs> Um, so Darcy is apparently we chose the same height. I also chose five five. Jen um, is the giant of this group. <laughs> it's hard to like make that decision because like I know is I'm used to being five eight five nine. Yeah. You, can, you can be five four. So I was like, well, fine, I'll be. Five, it's hard to four. think conceptually. How tall is five five? Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I basically chose like small and petite. Um, she kind of has a, a slim, athletic build from from years of growing up on the farm, but still like a very cute, soft face. She's dotted with freckles from the sun, um, flaming, beautiful red hair that's about down to her shoulder, mid-waist, um, that is up in a side braid when she's out in public, but she does like to run around with it lightly tousled um, in the fields. Uh, what else? Oh, right. Um, and the most probably prominent feature is that she has these very, very bright green emerald eyes. Um, so she's that. She has these beautiful bright green eyes. Um, and yeah, very pale. Um, got that Irish complexion. Um, and yeah, very. She's just wearing her clothes, but um, covering most of herself. Let's go to chastity. Sure. All right. So chastity is also five four. Um, she's a little more curvy and um, not particularly athletic, I would say. Um, she's got these like rad pretty kind of soft, expressive like doe eyes that are a nice, like a light green. Um, and she's got long brown hair that she should probably, to be appropriate, put up in some form of fashion, but usually just has it pulled back a little bit with some braids. She's breaking all sorts of uh, niceties and conventions. Yep. That's true. Yep. All right. And finally, Josephine. Speaking of breaking all sorts of conventions, Josephine is 5'9". Um, and uh, she's got this 
black hair that does look like it, it's got like blue dye streak through it. Like it's a very unusual color. Um, she's also not like the usual kind of Victorian uh pale skin is is beautiful kind of thing she's tan she's kind of it's kind of got a windburned look to her skin um she's very athletic uh she looks like maybe mid to late 20s even um though she's younger than that uh and she's got like rough rough hands um with like scarring and stuff from from rope and stuff like that um and yeah that's Nice. She, she does not look the sweet, cute, little. <laughs> Very must right now as well. It smells Very probably, must, probably yeah. it smells oh, a and, bit like sea brine at the moment. Yep. Oh, and she's wearing pants. Yeah. And right on now. that topic, Evelyn is wearing very middle class, proper clothing, and I think she's got gloves on in the whole lot. All right. Yeah. Um, also, um, Josephine's carpet bag is like in the middle of the carriage. It's like this giant bag with like an oriental rug pattern on it. Um, looks very nice, though. All right. So, are you saying anything or doing anything as you transit to this house? I think Chas is Chassie's trying to have some keep up some small talk and just kind of get a sense of where she is now and who these people are. Not nothing specific, but she's just trying to be like, are these people even trustworthy? Do I need to like get ready to imbue my fan and smack? That kind of thing. Usually. <laughs> I think that's probably the safe bet. Yeah, Darcy's probably um, eager, but also very, very shocked. And she's probably like blushing a little bit at Teddy because she's he's quite handsome and something that she's probably not seen on the Irish countryside for, for men. So she's probably like avoiding him and like looking down when he speaks to her because she's like has a little blush in her cheeks. Um, but she's probably like answering the stuff and just being very eager at these foreign folks that are landed in her lap. <laughs> Whereas Evelyn is very nervous. She's basically run away from everything she knows and is familiar with mm-hmm. and has thrown her, her lot in with absolute strangers who she hasn't even really gotten to talk to yet. So when everything went weird. All right. So she's probably being a bit reticent and just answering and being polite, but surface level. She's not going to come out and say she's order of reason. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chas actually has a question for Teddy. The mm-hmm. so this house we're going to. You said it yeah. belongs to your uncle. Yeah, it did. I mean, it still technically does, did. but sort oh. of. So is he not no longer with us, or he's no longer with me? He um he died uh, about eight or nine years ago now. So um. He died when I was about, about 15, 16, somewhere in there. Mm, mm. Okay. Mm. So now we just Awful have to hope story. that there's Awful no... Awful story. He fell down the stairs and um, oh, snapped his neck and he was lying there for apparently hours still alive before he finally... Anyway, it was awful. The stairwell's a little dangerous, though, I guess is what I mean to say. But a noted... All stairwells really in Britain are weird. How? How so? They're really narrow. But they are a bit quite tiny. Oh, but, the, but it's to keep uh, things compact. Mm, like your neck. I guess better than keeping mm. it stretched. <laughs> right, right, Captain? What? 
Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, um, he, he died, and my aunt moved uh, to their summer home in Belgium. So we should have the place all to ourselves. I don't think they've been should. back. Okay. I guess we'll find they've out. They've not pretty... rented it. <laughs> Rent? To... I mean, she doesn't need the money. Leasing? I... Oh. Actually, that's a good point. Why, why hadn't they? Uh, I thought that is was common. Is it cursed? Who had more than one house. Or haunted oh, or something? Cursed? I don't want to see a haunted house. Sure, it's haunted. Either way, it'll be a place where we can lay low because you have strange men shooting. Okay, that's a good point. Why do you have strange men shooting at you? That is a very good question. Um... I guess we, I didn't think about we it. We also we, had strange men shooting at we us. Did. We did. We it's, did. It was kind of surprising to... Go be from here one... and have it as well. Mm. That was surprising. Right? But it was good. At least you, they didn't have cannons on this side. Mm. True. The poor boat. Oh, my mm. boat. You owe me a boat, by the way. It... Like, just for, for sailing across. Oh, I was okay. I was told that I could sail across the ocean and... Well, we'll see if we can make it across but the channel. You've managed to cross the ocean. Well, but I mean... not on a boat. She wants to be on a boat. It was part of an agreement. Um, Which we seem to have broken. I... Uh. The Dashwoods are men of their words, and I will make sure that sooner or later, before we die, you will have a boat. (laughs) Stick up my hand. I'll hold Uh, you to that. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. No idea why I wasn't thinking about France with what I had to do to get you here. Um, sorry. <clears throat> Is she okay? He'll gesture um, toward Amelia, and I, don't I didn't know. I didn't mean for that to happen. No, but it's probably best that you did bring her along. It. Um. We need to find a way to get her back. You did not mean to bring her then. No. Our leaving not was quite a little more impromptu than we expedited. Yeah. She came to say goodbye at the docks, and then we got attacked. I suppose the next question would be, how much does she know? Not that much. Okay, so restrain conversation then. That'd probably be best. Probably. Um, what is she going to think when she wakes up in England? Oh, that's a good question. Well, we could say it's a a theme reenactment to explain all the accents. I knew you said that. that that's Sweet. awful large. That, that, that's there's this, there's a, a skyline lie. right there. There's 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 like there's the English skyline. We'll we'll say that she was knocked unconscious. We stole a boat. She was unconscious the whole way across because she was sick, and now we're here. That makes a lot more sense. We um, could also just keep her unconscious. Teddy. Well, I don't know. I didn't mean we'd bludgeon her. That's rude. How could you? She's not. I don't. And she convinced her that she had the date wrong as well. Mm, just I know how bright is she. Show, 
I mean, she's I from a good family. We went to school together. That does not mean much. She knows dates and numbers and can run a household. Hmm. Probably. I mean, I did ask if she wanted to go on an adventure. This is an adventure. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can just convince her that they use different dates over here. You think she'd believe that? Probably not, but it's worth a try. I will leave that up to you. I'm kind of panicking a little it's bit. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything is going to work out. Titty. Just... Oh. Titty, when you say like, things are going to work out fine, they don't work out fine. Okay, then you well, say they'll work panicking. out fine. Panicking. Smelling salts. She'll offer a little vial. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've seen her in my, in my bag if, you, if you'd like. The, you nope. might be able to calm down. What, what kind of... No, it's fine. We're not going to be accused of kidnapping her. I mean, we probably are, but that's fine. We were already across the ocean. Our family's gonna be so mad. Probably. Yeah. So we just never go see them again. That sounds fair to me. Sounds like a good plan. I don't know these people. There will suddenly be a crack of lightning (laughs) above your head. And then... Rain will begin to pelt down on the carriage and into it through the open roof. Evelyn's going to raise what's left of her umbrella. Okay. Ooh, good storm. Uh, See? I they managed to destroy this one rather, rather thoroughly. And with that, the rest of the ride is in awkward silence as the horses meander their way through the streets of London, taking back roads drawing little attention even though it is quite late at night. Before long, you will make it to the outside of the villa. Teddy hops out and uh, opens the gate along with the help of uh, the coachman. Or what some of you imagine is a coachman at least. The gate is an old wrought iron fence built into decrepit stonework. The house itself is a two-story villa on a parcel of land roughly roughly half an acre in the center of Notting Hill. Small gardens flank it on either side, and the, you can see that there is an overgrown hedge wall on either side of the building that seems to link into the backyard's area potentially for a small maze. The house itself looms overhead and is not dissimilar from the rest of the houses in the affluent area you find yourself in. With a little bit of work, the two are able to crack the the large chain on the gate and head inside, at which point uh, Teddy helps himself to the skeleton key of a rock next to the front window. It shatters with a quick crash and he reaches inside, nearly cutting himself on the shards of glass. Be careful. I'm... I'm... Thank you. Thank you for your concern, my lady. Captain, my lady. Here. Welcome to Chateau Dashwood. 
says with a smile and opens the door. The house is dark inside. The front entry hall leads to a sizable entrance hall uh, past the foyer where you can see that several doors lead off to the left and to the right. Above you, you can see that um, a banister for the second floor has an open view of the entry hall. And you can imagine that at one point, this, this great hall was the site of many parties, with people drinking, laughing on both levels. Doorways jut off to either side of the hallway. Two on the left, one on the right, and through the back door there, you can see through old grime and soot-covered windows that there is, in fact, a, a topiary garden and small hedge maze outside. The moon is bright and casting light down, and there's the glow of street lamps all around that are illuminating with light pollution. However, the building seems to have held up fairly well in the last few years. You hear no sound of rain making its way inside of the house, at least not beyond a steady drip in the distance. The floor in front of you is marble tiled in a checker print pattern. The horses are stowed out back in the small stable to the right of the to the right next to a, a, a tiny coach house that fits on the property where the servants would sleep. And before long, all of you are nestled around a fire. There inside of, uh, let's say that would be the, this place is a lot. Uh, we'll say inside of a study. He takes you back and around toward a back corner of this vaguely H-shaped house into a large study. Now everything inside of this this house is old and dusty and covered with cobwebs and... It's strange, even the furniture has not been removed. Spectral figures haunt the corners of this house. But as you approach, they are merely dust cloths thrown across old, expensive furniture. It's quite dark in here, but uh, Vivian has a um, has a lantern that he brings in after the horses are stowed. And before long, the study has a a fortunately stocked fire roaring. Ten years of dust burning as the old, dry as bones wood crackles to life. Even the small woodpile next to the stove appear. Pardon me, uh, next to the. Uh, the fireplace in the study appears to not have been changed. And with that, you find yourself lounging around the study. What do you all do? Is there a closet in the study? Uh, yes, there is. There's Chas is going to go take a look at it. Okay. Uh, opening the closet, you will see that it has uh, a number of... a number of games and items in it. Hmm. You can see that uh, it looks like the study was used often for for business, but also for gaming. There is a large mm. circular table at the center of the room covered in drop cloth, and in the closet you'll find a number of decks of cards, as well as a chess set, a backgammon set, and several other popular games. Well, she'll pull something out, but look 
distinctly disappointed. Um, well, I found cards. Wonderful. Anyone um, play? I'm an awful host. Would anyone like to uh, a cup of tea? That's what you cup of tea. This place has a stocked pantry. After I don't know. I'm going to go look for it. I don't think anything could be edible. I mean, tea doesn't go bad, does it? Tea's also very expensive. Your aunt likely took it with her. Mm. Okay, then a... Ooh, is there any wine? Then that is on? a better question. That is a better question. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I remember, there was a small wine uh, pantry hmm. near the kitchen. Um... Anyone who wants to come with me in this uh, spooky ooky house? I would, but I think I want to make sure Amelia has somewhere to lie down if we can hmm. clean something off. Okay, well, I'm going to go look for some wine and maybe some glasses. Let me know if you find any skeletons in the closets. No, just the usual ones. And he'll well, leave the room. Fine. Are there any books in the study? There are a few. There's a small bookcase with probably about 40 tomes behind it. Uh, there's a Bible. There are a few uh, a few books that you've never heard of. Uh, and you will actually find that there is a copy of your favorite book on the shelf. Ooh. Evelyn will kind of just perch with her side bag, large, large bag that she had with her that was stuffed with that... Uh, item and the, the blueprints. <laughs> Darcy's sitting probably sitting near Mai because she's like looking to her for guidance because she's like what the fuck is happening? And so Miss Mrs. Taylor you said it was? Mai says looking at you. Well, we given that... that I've come with you, I believe potentially I should drop Morgan at this mm. time. It's probably a smart idea. I agree. Comes the rumbling voice of Vivian as he rounds the table and sits down. Now. Mai's appearance has been has been stated before, but Vivian is a large black man, uh, nearly six foot two, uh, quite broad through the shoulders and powerfully built. His hair is cut down to just bare nubs around his scalp, and um, he has a broad, strong face, uh, as well as as deep, but fairly light colored eyes. Almost in the firelight, they seem to reflect a bit of either hazel or like a tawny color to them. And uh, is wearing fairly unassuming clothing, but uh, in the day and age, some of you might find it a little strange that he just sits down next to all of you. And uh, he will untie and remove his bow tie, giving his neck a bit of breathing space. I'm very happy that you came with us. Mrs. Oh, pardon me, let's go back. Came with us, Dr. Morgan. 
Dr. Taylor, I should say. I, I think that would be best. It's nice to meet you in person, and all of you as well. You were the one writing the letters, correct? I am Dr. Vivian Freeman, and I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance. Pleasure to meet you. And I appreciate you taking the time to help escort my. The older woman nods. Strange situation we found ourselves in tonight, though. Seems like we've dropped into something interesting. Hmm. Far more exciting than I was expecting. Or you're, you're a doctor? Uh, of what? Um, it's very rare. Both of, both of you are to have received that. Doctor is, um, doctors, doctor is as doctor does. I, um, my accreditations are, um, doctor is more of a noun, uh, more of a verb than a noun, I suppose, in my case. Uh, yeah, both more than intelligent enough to have earned it and have done all the work required for it, however... Limitations are placed. Who would give it to us? So we give it to ourselves. That's um, I know many hmm. doctors who perhaps haven't received a piece of paper stating as much. <laughs> uh, my specialties are in uh, veterinary and biological sciences, <laughs> as well as with um, uh, conductivity and electricity. I specialize in uh, more traditional Some sciences things. such as chemistry and uh, interactions of material nature. Fascinating. Strange. So... I think it's probably for the best if we all stay here for the night. And if we're going to be friendly, we might as well be... honest. Um... It's for me? Good. Uh, until recently... Myself, I was aligned as a member of uh, an organization. Our goals no longer uh, meet. And so I and several um, like-minded individuals have begun an exodus from our order of reason. Oh, you're with the order? That, That's interesting. Uh, well, I was with the order. I'm not anymore. I... It's one of the reasons that I contacted Miss Mai. We're, um... Mm -hmm. attempting something rebellious. 
that's really interesting. I I haven't met anyone from was in the order. What's it Usually like? You don't want to. Stagnant. Um, uh, in closing, it is. Uh... Ooh, how did you find it, Doctor Taylor? Patronizing, male-oriented, and old. And I found that... it oriented toward whites primarily. That as well. We are on different sides of the margins, but we are still in the margins, you and I, Doctor. Yes, I can't say I enjoy being treated as nothing more than assistant. My work taken. <laughs> Patronized. I will say, it is a bit better for, for me in France and, and on this side of the Atlantic. Not much better. I hate to be a woman on any country. Why? What's wrong with that? Lots of idiots. Oh, where Lots are you from? from? I'm from Concordia. By way of New York. No shite. I said. Oh. How much does Evelyn know about Concordia? Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be a so, <laughs> She well. probably recognizes the word, at least. Uh, what I'll give you is, why don't you give me a... Uh, both of you can give me an intelligence plus... Uh, occult or esoterica would work, whichever you prefer, or, or cosmology. I'm also gonna roll for this. Cool. Uh, you can do so at a difficulty of five. Uh, okay. The other two give me a difficulty of six and seven, seven for the the, the reasoner. Okay, so that was perception or intelligence? Intelligence, intelligence, intelligence and cosmology, occult, or esoterica. I think so, I will go with esoterica. Okay. Let me just confirm that ones subtract from successes. They do, oh, no. Amy, they do. Okay, because I rolled a single five and two ones. Cool, cool. Oof. Well, you can't go into negatives. With these, that's good because we're not using that house rule. Uh, I'm so, distracted. so you're sorry. Just, what was my difficulty? Your difficulty is seven, and seven. Darcy's is six. Darn. So you just well, fail. So it is. Uh, that's like in. So you in don't. The, that's in the south, maybe. Four successes and two successes. Okay. Uh, so uh, with those successes, I will say two successes. You know that uh, Concordia is the the capital of the realm of Horizon, which is where uh, the mages have kind of carved out a a world of their own in the realms beyond. Um, uh, you have heard all sorts of fantastic stories um, that have been kind of tinged with like the chaos of it, Evelyn. Uh, so while Darcy knows of its existence, you might know that this is, it is, um, it has been explained to you with the same vim and vitriol that a deeply religious family would warn their daughter away from speakeasies and brothels and the red light districts and things like that. This is a, it is a chaotic place where nothing good can happen and, uh, is where the enemy dwells. You don't go there. Which I think Evelyn... We'll take with us at least a grain of salt because these are the people who say that she can't do anything because she's mm -hmm. female, that she's basically useless and knows nothing. That, that's in Canada, isn't it? Uh, 
No, no. That, that's another realm. You're, you're from Concordia? That's... That's... Huh. Oh, I have so many questions. Yeah, here, uh, women, I, I was treated like... Like, basically livestock. I was going to be sold off to be married. Do you know what, um, <sighs> misogyny no. means? Yeah, I've heard the word. That is the extent of life on this world, for the most part. That would explain a lot of my interactions. Well, think of it yes. this way. At least you're white. Vivian will say. That's fair. I also didn't, you know, fair. see people, people colored like you, um, treated very well either. I hear good things about Concordia. People from all over. Why did you come here? Because it's interesting. Really? Concordia is small, and I wanted, I wanted to experience real ocean, you know, like actually sail. And there's, I mean, you can you can sail on the Arcturus, but it's it, that's the ocean, one of the oceans there. But um, you, sh you should make your way up to where I'm from. Uh, the cliffs and the, the 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 beautiful ocean breeze. It's there's nothing like it. It's a it's a beautiful place. It sounds lovely. Um, hmm. But yeah, I, if you sail on the Arcturus, you have a 50% chance of just dying. So I wanted a better chance than that. <laughs> and wanted to find adventure to... Uh, she's going to hold up the book that she's she got off the shelf, which is, uh, if you can read the spine, it's Treasure Island. She's like, I wanted to have an adventure. Did someone say adventure? You hear from the hallway. And Teddy will round the corner <laughs> holding two bottles of wine. I couldn't find any glasses. Well, none that weren't incredibly dirty. Uh, the, they have plumbing, but I can't get it to work. Uh, but I found wine, and he will walk back into the room holding a pair of bottles of red wine. Um, if anyone reads French, uh, you will be able to see that uh, one of them is a Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, the other is a... looks like a Merlot. It's a pretty damaged label. If The fact there is a label is pretty impressive at this point. Um, but they both appear to be from, uh, from somewhere in the south of France. I guess I could ask Robin where they're from. Robin, where are they from? They would be from the uh, Loire Valley. Okay, so yes. Uh, and uh, he, as he puts one down, uh, he will blow the dust off the other. Hmm. I don't know if it's still good. It's um, it's a bit old. 1783. Was that a good year? I wasn't around for that. He pops the cork. No. I don't know much about wine. Mm. Yeah, I'm more of a beer yeah. or a, a whiskey drinker to myself. You're supposed to let it breathe, you heathen. <sighs> yeah, we've done enough breathing tonight. He'll take a pull off of it and hand it over. <laughs> Thank you. She'll it's grab it and take a swig. It's years old. It, it's actually not bad. Hmm. Like, it's, oh. it's... Are you much of a wine drinker? I Chastity. think she is. Uh, then yeah. it's actually pretty good. It needs to breathe, but like it's, it's very full-bodied. 
and quite it's robust like you're feeling a little more fortified after this hmm get the help with the nerves a bit yeah any, 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 anyone she'll yeah, I'll offer take, it around oh, I'll take it oh. sorry what was your name anyway captain what was it again Josephine Josephine, okay. Yes. Josephine Carrington Banny Thursis. Excellent. That's a lot of names. I will remember one of them. Josephine, that's a, that's a very pretty name. Thank you. I chose it myself. And as you take a poll, uh, Jen, can you do me a favor? Can yeah. you roll me uh, stamina, please? <laughs> Just straight stamina. Just straight stamina. Like it's a soak roll. Like it's a soak roll. Woohoo. Uh, difficulty six. Difficulty six. Uh, two successes. Okay. Um, you are not going to be ill, but you take a pull off of this, and it is vinegar. Like, this is strong, like, ripe vinegar. It burns your mouth on the way down, and you get a little bit of it. Um, you manage to swallow with some of your saliva, but for a moment, you get, like, a glob of it stuck at the back of your tongue, right at that sensitive part of your throat. Mm. Mm-mm. Someone take it. No. Wrong? Um, Chastity will take it back and give it a whiff. It smells awful. What the hell happened? You broke my uh, wine. It tasted fine until... What did you do? <clears throat> oh, that was disgusting. Okay, well... Yeah, no shit. Let's try the other <sighs> one, then. She'll dump some of it out on the floor just hey, to like hey, this carpet is already in shambles <laughs> my aunt's going to kill me your aunt isn't here we can say someone broke in it's a smashed window to prove it exactly that is true um that is definitely true well it's fine look it's okay. almost dry anyway and she'll just like kick a the carpet like flip it over like just to kind of like she's not helping it at all she's smearing good. it in as more as you kick it you're going to hear like a thump 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 as your foot echoes as it strikes the floorboard and in the distance you're going to hear and then a collateral crash as what sounds like hundreds of pounds of metal and glass explode in the entry hall Chassie's going to put the bottle down on the table pick up her fan Someone's the other bottle. Josephine's going to go towards the door and look into the hall. Uh, Evelyn's going to pick up what remains of her umbrella. Darcy's going to light uh, light some incense. Sounds good. Incense. Ooh, that's strong. And as the rest of you round the corner, uh, you are going to see the chandelier in the Great Hall. The chain snapped and it has collapsed. Uh, ancient candles are spread across the floor from where the waxes exploded from the impact. There are shards of, of metal and uh, bits of like the... Um, crystal? Bits of crystal. Yeah, it would be glass. It'd be crystal. Uh, that were dangling like teardrops from beneath it are spread across the floor. Um, Evelyn's going to pick her way carefully over and look at the chain because that's awfully odd that it decided now to snap. The odds of that are quite high. Sure. Or quite uh, low. I don't know. Sure. Heading over to it, um, you are going to cross over, kind of gently meandering among among the broken bits. Kind of like 
feeling with my foot, I had to push stuff out of the way and sounds good. Not just uh, as, putting down. As you approach, why don't you give me a uh, perception plus investigation roll? Okay. And uh, yes, Robin, you have a question. Uh, yeah. So the the instance, I was wondering if I could cast Prime Sense. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so uh, go ahead. As soon as Christine's done, I'll take care of that. Yeah. Well, what's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty on that is going to be mm, six. You have a light source on you, right? I would pick up a candle, I think. Yep, and there are lanterns around the house that you could have used that are available. So, go ahead and give me that roll. Jesus. I'm doing well. I started with two tens and I'm exploding them now. Okay. Got another ten. Okay. Six. <laughs> Six successes. Uh, glancing at it, you're going to see that the chain does have spots of rust on it, and as you hold up, you'll say, yeah, okay, there was a bit of corrosion on the side of it. Um, but it's not like the roof gave way from where it was hung. The chain itself, this in, this girthy length of steel, or actually it looks like iron, this is fairly old, but thick and sturdy, um, snapped as if looking at it you can see looking very closely do you have a magnifying glass on you oh of course okay uh so as you investigate it it's quite small in fact i believe i put um an image in um my survey it's a pair of glasses that have little magnifiers to up the magnification that she pops down over one eye so as you are looking at that it you are going to see that uh it has strain marks along the metal. As if... Like it had been pulled on? Yeah. By a tremendous force on both sides, though. Which, I mean, that's the way that physics work, right? If this, But it looks like the metal is torn in such a way, and torn is the operative word, that you honestly think that given the way that several of the, um, of the rungs are shaped... It looks like tremendous hands crushed the chain and pulled it apart because some of the rungs on either side of the broken bit, well, pardon me, I guess you can't see the ones in the ceiling, but some below the broken bit uh, you are going to see are bent inward as if they were crushed. Just a tiny bit. But that would not have happened from the pull. They would have been stretched maybe, but not bent inward. Pinched. Meanwhile, back in the other room, Darcy, you can give me that at a difficulty of four, please. Uh, if you are using your uh, your prime specialty instrument. Yeah. Okay. Actually, well, you wouldn't have a specialty. You'd have a unique instrument. Yeah. So yeah, that's her the incense. Um, okay. That so she's that's just burn. that's just your normal instrument. So your difficulty four, please. Okay. Oh, that's three successes. Okay. You can put those all into duration, which will give you uh, prime sight for the remainder of the night. Sweet. Okay. Uh, You are now at two effects that you have on right now. So all of your magic difficulties are up by one. You have your strength bonus and you have this. Okay. Yeah. You can freely dispel any of them. Yeah. At any time. There's no action to do that. So, but you do have that problem. Uh, As you wave that around, you're going to see light flare around you and a a light hue just kind of falls 
around. You'll be able to see any magic that, that rises up inside of your vision as the mist clears around you. Pardon me, that mist, the, uh, the incense smoke. And Teddy looks over at you and that's a great idea. That's a boffo. We should do a seance. You got the incense. What do you say? Seance? Uh, what? Communicate with spirits of the dead. It's all the rage over here, I hear. That does sound pretty fun. And my uncle did die here. He might know where there's better wine. And you haven't yet shown me any skeletons. If you wanted to see, uh, and we're going to cut back uh, to <laughs> Evelyn as she is investigating. So looking at that, what do you do, Evelyn? Um... While she's kind of looking around, can I also just... I, I don't want to get super close to the chandelier, but I want to look around the entryway. Sure, that sounds good. Just see what I see. Sounds mm -hmm. good. Uh, you can make me a perception and investigation roll. Cool. Difficulty six? Difficulty six, yeah. Two successes. Two successes. Looking around, you are going to see that very much indeed... There are a few strange things that are going to strike you now that you're not just trying to get out of the rain and into some comfort. The banister overhead. As it wraps around the corner, um, basically directly, uh, if you're facing into toward the, the back of the house, like from the front door, yeah. you see a place where the banister is broken. Like the railing, uh, pardon me, the... Um, uh, the um, the the side of the banister up on the second floor uh, is broken on one side. It's been pushed back into place, but you can see where the wood has is still jutting out at a strange angle. And one of the um, what are they called the the pieces of wood? So you have a banister like a like mm -hmm. that reaches across, and then you have the vertical the vertical oh slats slats. We'll say slats. Or Yes. Uh, so one of the slats is missing. Looks like it probably broke off. Um, but you will see that there is a little nub that's just barely visible at the bottom where where it looks like it snapped off. Uh, and the banister itself is slightly curved against the um, against the post that it has been pushed back to. Uh, as well, by the front door, you'll notice that there is an old, dark stain at the base of the stairwell, right on the bottom step. And unlike most Victorian houses uh, in England at this point, the stairwell is actually fairly broad. This villa is at least 100 years old, back before the staircases became more and more death traps. Mm. However, they are solid hardwood. And you can see that um, they're well-worn and probably a bit slick. You wouldn't want to climb them without um, uh, without some uh, dry shoes, uh, even though there is a very elegant patterned runner up the center of them. Okay. But um, you're pretty certain that given the story you heard before, that is probably that bottom step and the, the pool in the grout is probably an old bloodstain. Yeah. And as that happens, you will hear a scratching noise at the front door 
Scratch, scratch, scratch. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Over your shoulder, you and Evelyn are both going to hear it. Over the thunder and rain. I'm going to look at Evelyn. Evelyn's going to just look back and go... What, what do you think that might be? Don't know. Are there, like, front windows on... On either side of the foyer, yes, there are. Including yeah. the one that um, you'll hear the... Of the wind coming through from where Teddy bashed it open. Okay. Can I go to one of them and kind of try and get far enough back that I can maybe catch a look? Yes, you can. Towards the door? Looking out. It's going to be dark, but... You catch a little bit of yourself reflected back at you. And as you glance out, there is no one on the front step. Scratch, scratch, scratch. The sound of the scratch, does it sound like it's on the inside or the outside it of the door? sounds like it's on the outside, and it sounds very low. There's no person there. She'll take her umbrella firmly in hand and just very carefully stand behind the door partially. So hopefully it can't get shoved like nice and tight to her so it won't get shoved too hard into her and hurt her. But she can just kind of crack it and look down. Okay. Uh, as you do so, the front door will crack open and you'll hear as the door swings inward with a gust of wind and on the front step, oh, pardon me, right in front of the door beneath there, lowering a paw as dainty as can be, is a black cat staring oh, up at you. Oh, adorable. Uh, it blinks at you with one good eye. The other one oh, sealed shut with a scar. Um, Evelyn's going to very carefully reach out, like, see if the cat wants to sniff, and then it, let it in. It sniffs your fingers a couple of times and then darts between your legs and into the house past Josephine. Well, I suppose oh. everybody could use a... It a shoots you a face. look as a curious one. And uh, in the other room... I'll close uh, the door again. <laughs> seance. What do you say? Lock the door, too. <laughs> Just... I mean, I, I'm not the one to... I, I don't really speak with the spirits. I was just using it to try and see if we can... If there's anything weird going on, but I guess we could talk, try to talk to the dead. Uh, it's a foolhardy thing to do, Mai says. But I'm going to see if I can find any food, or at least anything out in the garden. Do you need a hand with that, Mai? Be foolhardy with the other young witches. Oh, come on, you want to try a seance, don't you? Besides, this is how you make friends? If there's anything botanical out there, I might be able to give you a hand. I'll go out too. Besides, someone has to hold an umbrella for the lady. Oh, a charmer, are we? Not intentionally. And with that, they will um, head outside to go look for uh, anything in the pantry and anything out in the back garden that might still have propagated over the time. At the very least, maybe something to make an herbal tea out of. As they head out the back door, um, you are going to hear something around the corner. Soft little pads. And 
and Darcy, Bran is sitting next to you, looking up at you. Oh, oh, Bran! You, you, you found me! Wow. Oh, come here, you're all wet. And she'll, like, put her, like, take off her shawl, and she will just, like, pick him up by his belly and just, like, hold him in her lap and start, like, petting him a little bit. Oh, how, how'd you find me, Bran? Oh, I'm so glad you did, though. I can smell you anywhere. You'll hear a mutter under your, under, like, just in your ear that uh, <laughs> is probably not audible to anybody else, but if anybody, so... Chastity, you're in the room right now. I'll give you a perception yep. and alertness roll to hear perception that. Perception and alertness. All right. What's my difficulty? Uh, difficulty for this is going to be eight because he's pretty He's pretty stealthy. Mm. He's a cat. He's a cat. Um, what do you say? It was eight? Eight. Okay, I have a ten. Okay, so a you heard, ten. you're pretty sure that cat sure muttered and meowed like a person speaks, but it's Maybe it's a trick of your mind. It's probably not. What do I know about magical cats? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, witches have magical cats. You know that for sure. Witches have familiars. What's your occult or esoterica yes. rating? My occult is one. Yeah, so witches have, I mean, black cats? You've never seen one speak before, though. This is probably... I don't know that many witches either. It's true. Like Teddy's not huh. near enough to hear. He's over headed to the card table, whipping off the uh, the old um, the old drape cloth to make room. Darcy. Yes. Is that your familiar? You you have familiars, right? That's that's a thing. Meow. Brian, that was. Does it sound like a cat saying meow? Like he said. Yes, both. Uh, It sounds like a cat saying meow and like a cat saying meow. Yeah. Meow. (laughs) This is Brian. Uh, Brian, he uh, I uh, I found him when he was just a kitten. Oh, um, could he always talk? I don't think so. I think it. Could kind you of... always talk? Well, I don't remember not being able to. <laughs> so what? I fell in some in the water, sort of. Doc. Uh, you try not point... stinking there. Okay, so I think that's probably when uh, Evelyn and uh, Josephine could probably have chosen to come back at this point with uh, Chastity proclaiming you try not to stink there. (laughs) So, ladies! Seance? Seance? Teddy says, sweeping his arms out across the table. What? Well, my uncle died in this house, and I figure that if there's any food, any treasure, or any um, uh, wine that isn't vinegar, uh, we ask his spirit. Besides, we gotta pass the time. This storm is really boring, and unless anybody wants to help me explore upstairs, we might be able to find some comfortable bedding. Uh, I can't think of a better way to pass the time. Why would you need a seance to talk to him? 
Because that's how you talk to spirits and ghosts? You just need to tap into the etheric waves. The what? The what? What? Ether. Ooh. We could also ask him if he has any ether. That is a good party. I think we're talking about a different type of ether. What's ether? It's a... It's a huffable solution. You put it on a rag and you have a great time. No, it's not. I... I Evelyn, what's your ether? (laughs) It's a... Energy that is all around us and is tied to to magic and you can measure it and manipulate it and use it. Uh, Like Essentia? What? Like chakra energy. I feel you. Quintessence. Except this is scientific. Okay. I miss Quintessence is scientific. It's alchemical. Or can be. Okay. That has yes, elements of science. (laughs) Darcy, you're the tiebreaker then. Are we doing this scientifically or are we doing it the old fashioned way? Uh uh. I'm kind of intrigued by the science. Well, then why don't we do both? We'll mix them. I mean, I've got I've got some amethyst here. I can definitely do something. Also, did, did one of you guys just him? Thank you so much. It's your cat. Uh, yes. He, he's my... <laughs> he's my... Uh, a familiar, I guess he's said? Yeah, he's, he's my familiar. Excellent. Yeah, he was scratching at the door. Oh, well, thank you for letting him in. Um, Josephine's gonna start rifling through her her carpet bag and pull out just like a little wooden box and there's gotta be a way to make this work together right etheric waves and enchanting I'm sure we could do some sort of blend what do you say you can scientifically measure it and all that well I mean I can set up my my um Speaker system, yes. Like your mouth? We're going to be using a lot of speaking systems here. Uh, Something slightly more technical. Sure. Sure. She she will rummage through her bag and pull out her little case that she starts pulling apart and flipping bits up and connecting things and it turns into a a rough-looking... Like old-fashioned telephone radio system sort of thing. Okay. With an aerial sticking up. And does it have like a gramophone horn that kind of goes Yeah, it's a very small one. Okay. Like a folding fan, basically. Yeah. It's a miniaturized one. Yeah, and Josephine pulls out a tiny bottle with some some purple powder in it. Hmm. Yeah, I've got enough amethyst to make this work. Most... What do you do with the amethyst? I assume it has conductive properties. Yeah, it connects you to, you know, the spirits. To the- I've never actually thought about Okay, ghost-like stones, guys. She's gonna make a little note about investigating the properties of amethyst and spiritual etheric conduction. <laughs> And seeing if maybe maybe this would be a good route to follow to make this more. Okay. Never know. It's true. 
so taking a bit of time to uh, to work this out, do you want to try to do a seance together? Using I mean, the- Cassie's absolutely yeah. down with this. Which at some point Evelyn is going to powder. note that. It did seem like maybe the chandelier had assistance finally breaking. So you're saying that there's uh, like an actual ghost here? I really couldn't say. Um, it seemed like it had been the chain had been stressed. Where did this happen? Out in the front? Enough. Well, that was a crash you heard. Mm-hmm. It was a chandelier. Darcy's gonna yeah. quickly like run up to the, um, the entrance, like peek mm-hmm. through the door. Does she see any like magical aura y thing do around not there? See. Uh, now, to be fair, um, magic. So prime sight will only usually reveal magic energy. Yeah. So if it is the the powers of other supernatural <laughs> creatures. Um, that's not technically magic, so it usually would not reveal those. Yeah. But you're still you're still learning as Darcy, so like yeah. Darcy looks around and is like, no. Uh, but as you as you turn back and the seance is starting to get set up, you might be seeing something in a second. That's for sure. You you probably know that there's no mage hiding in here with us that did a spell on that. So that's true. <laughs> that's yeah, something. That's, yeah, yeah, you know. It wasn't Teddy trying to uh, spook us out. Yeah, no, I was just, I was basically, like, basically looking for, like, out of character, Robin was thinking that Prime Sight would, like, it, would it give, like, do, like, spells and effects have, like, residual kind of they, they notes, so do they? It, it depends on which system you're using. The, the system that I use for my games is yeah. that they last for a number of turns equal to successes rolled. Okay. So, um, and if you're doing ritual casting, it lasts in hours or days, basically for a number of successes rolled because okay. it's a much longer period of time. So um, if you do a quick cast to like, oh, I hide myself in a crowd, you only have to watch the flare for maybe a round or two. Okay. Uh, and you can suppress that um, with with a prime effect, but that's prime. Okay. Yeah. It's why yeah, it's cool. good to have prime sight up. Then you yeah. just then you're like, see it. Hey. So you're seeing more active yeah, no, I, as it yeah. happens, then, oh, something happened here. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking of using the prime system, not to see ghosts, but to see like if like magical effects were going to happen. That's why I put that up. So I just wanted to make sure that that's, but I was right in I thinking that. I want you that. to do me a favor. You can actually, yes. as you're in the entryway, like looking around, uh, I want Darcy to make me a perception and either awareness or alertness, either will apply in this case because of your prime sight. Cool. So choose your favorite and you're going to be looking- Awareness with resonance. <laughs> with resonance, okay. Uh, then uh, this is going to be at a difficulty of a difficulty of seven, I'm going to say. Okay. So you said perception? Quite, yeah, perception. Okay. And resonance will not apply to this. Okay. So you, you will not good. have a specialty yeah. bonus. That's fine. Uh, one, two, yeah. Five successes. Holy crap. Uh, I rolled two you, tens in there. As you turn around to go and return to the room, to the study where the seance is about to take place, uh, you glance out the back door. And directly outside, uh, a little bit off the path, you are going to see what looks like fireflies rising little, a slight glow, like embers rising out of a fire. There's something out back of this house that is catching your etheric sight. Your prime, your vision of 
of magic in motion is seeing something outside, out the backyard. And uh, do you approach the back window? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. she's probably not going to think about... Like, All of you that watch Darcy, like, rush outside are going to see her kind of turn and, like, wander. Um, kind of very focused, looking out the back window. And you are going to see that these little motes of energy rising up are coming out of an old well. An old stone well out back. She's gonna, like, while she's, like, pressed against the window, she's gonna be like... Uh... I, I think I'm seeing something. What are you seeing? Uh, I see. I see. I'm seeing magic by, from coming from the whale. Is there any history about the whale? I mean, it has water in it. Um, although if we're thirsty, this would be the right time to get it since we can't get it out of the pipes. What does the magic look like? Uh, it looks like quintessential energy, actually. Looking directly at it, Darcy, if you weren't... If you weren't... This might be a node. A wellspring of quintessence. Ironically, on a well, but... It's not that strong, but it is present. I think it's a... I think it's a node. I think it's quintessence. Hmm. That would be good to have. I I want to go check this out. Okay. Who else is going outside? Definitely. Okay. Putting off the seance to go check this out. I'm going to stay... It, tell me if it's a node. I'm going to find candles for this. Mm. Seems like a good idea. Um, Chas is going to put up her own prime site, actually. Sounds, sounds good. You're at difficulty four. Okay. And she does not have any other like effects right now, and she'll take I, like, a moment to give it a little like a short prayer to let her see the unseen kind of thing. Sounds good. Show you sight beyond sight. Yes. What was my difficulty? Four. Okay, so I got an eight, a five, and a one. So I uh, think so I'm okay. One success. I'll let I'll let it be for the rest of the scene. Sure. Yeah, she doesn't need it for long. She just wants to be able to take a look at it. All right, so stepping outside, you're going to be once again buffeted by the wind and rain as it swirls around you, drenching you oh. to the bone. It's wet. Heading over, you can see exactly what Darcy was talking about, although to you, it looks a bit different, actually. Hmm. It looks like a soft hum and thrum of energy, like a heartbeat. Hmm. And it's a node, for sure? Uh, it is, uh, you're pretty sure. Uh, heading outside to the... Do you head all the way to the side of the well? Oh, yeah. She's going to go right up to it. She wants to see if she can get any quintessence out of this. Sounds good. Uh, the ground squelches and drags at your boots as you walk. It's quite moist in this in this little garden area, and most of the stones have been long since subsumed by the dirt. So your boots are going to be absolutely filthy getting over there. But you walk. It's about 30 feet from the back door off to the left. And uh, walking up to it, you can see that it has, um, uh, so it's a fairly large well, about about the size of, um, um, about three feet wide. 
and about, uh, who knows how deep, uh, the old stonework juts about three feet above ground, so enough that um, you can lean over it without having to strain. Um, above it, you can see that one of the rigs, the, the posts where a bucket would have gone down is, uh, the bucket is laying next to um, is no longer attached, the rope has long since rotted away, uh, and the bucket is um, still kind of in one piece on the ground, uh, but you it's like half buried in mud from when it was left upturned like a, uh, like a bucket on the beach. Sorry, I couldn't catch that? Oh, she just mumbles, well that's annoying. Is anyone else heading out there to this? Um, I think Evelyn's watching, kind of hovering mm. between the room and the back door sort of space because she doesn't really want to leave all her things alone. Darcy's so she's actually carrying her bag it. with the rest of the stuff. Sounds good. Uh, but Dar she's left her spirit thing set up, her spirit radio. Sounds good. Uh, Darcy, as um, as Chastity heads outside, you will actually see a flare of magical energy that you'll recognize as prime magic as she calls down uh, divine energy to guide her sight. And it's the strangest thing. It's like watching a halo grow around her body. And settles on her eyeballs and then vanishes as it slowly adheres to her pattern. Josephine, are you headed out or just watching from inside? I think I'm just watching. Okay. Uh, so you are standing right over it right now, um, Chastity. Darcy, are you headed forward or are you going to hang back? I think she's intrigued. She's gonna, she's gonna just go right How up to it as well. Do you have to be to something like that to reap a benefit? Uh, to reap a benefit, you have to meditate near it. Okay. So usually right, right next to it. Uh, unless you have prime three, in which case you can just siphon it immediately. Okay. Uh, however, if someone else wants to siphon it, they can siphon it and then give it to you. Um, if you have Prime, you can hold more than your avatar in Quintessence. Um, if you do not have at least Prime 1, you can only hold up to your avatar rating am ambiently, unless someone imbues you with Prime. Okay. Uh, so, um, Darcy, walking up to it, uh, you are going to uh, be able to stand right next to it. Uh, the ground seems more, more sturdy for you, though, whereas it seems to try to suck chastity down into the squelching mud, you walk across it with the grace of your heritage. It's a bit muddy, and the bottoms of your shoes will need to be wiped, but the land likes you. And as you head up, what are you two doing, standing over the well? Chastity would like to reap quintessence. Sounds good. Alright, uh, so if you'd like to do that, that's pretty easy. Uh, what you can do is... I've got Prime 3. Yep, so that is not a problem at all. Uh, that is going to be to just absorb it. I'm just seeing what the what the rules are for this, hmm. for this edition. Uh, so I believe what it's going to be is that you can drain, you can start siphoning this out with Prime 3, uh, and each success that you get will be a point of quintessence that you'll add to your pattern. Okay. Uh, so Darcy I... would also like to do that too. Yep, if you have Prime 3, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I only have Prime 2. So you only have Prime 2. Um, so let me just double check that they didn't change it around in this edition. Uh, consecration. Yep, so you need Prime 3 to directly draw from nodes. Oh, okay. 
However, what I will let you do, Darcy, since you are right there and you have your your um, uh, your sight up, I would like you to give me a perception and investigation roll. Okay. You could also use awareness if you prefer. I will always prefer awareness. That's a four. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> What just fell out? All right, so um, as for you, Amy, Chastity is going to be rolling this at a difficulty of, uh, this is uncanny, um, because it is moving actual map. Well, actually, in this edition, I think that would actually... Let me just double check that. Hmm. Because I'm still getting used to using the difference between uncanny and um, elegant and catastrophic Mm. magic. Right. Uh, Perceptible magic is uncanny. seem possible yeah okay I'm gonna say that it's elegant okay um and do I just roll my arete for this as well yes you will so you are going to be going at a difficulty of four okay oh pardon me you're going at a yeah it's a difficulty of pardon me it's a difficulty of six because I'm six I'm, okay uh now do you have anything that would lower that difficulty um well, are you if using she's... your uh your prime specialty focus Specialty that's instrument. usually one of her prayers. So that's not like an, yeah. Okay, so that'll be a difficulty She'll five. She'll take some time to do that. Okay, difficulty five. If you take a minute okay. per roll, it'll be a difficulty of four. Sure, she'll just stand there and get drenched because you know what, that's fine. And how many points of contestants are you hoping, how many successes are you hoping to roll? I'm hoping to get at least two, but. In the distance, a dog continues to bay and bark into the night, if you can't hear. Mm. All right, so that's a, what did you say it was? A difficulty of... Difficulty of four. Four? Okay. So I've got a five, a six, and a ten. And I'm just going to okay. take the two from the ten instead of okay. trying to... So you are going to manage to absorb four points of quintessence with a minute of Sweet. prayer. Sweet. All would right. you like to keep going? I would like to keep going. Yeah? This seems like a good uh, a good spot. Sounds Maybe good. might need to replenish, give some back to Teddy or something for whatever he did Sounds to get good. us here. Uh, so this is going to be at a... Uh, it's going to be at a difficulty of five now. Okay. Mm, one. One? Uh, yeah. You can continue rolling at a difficulty of six and see how many more you grab. I will do that one more time. Okay, sounds good. And that's one more. One more? Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're going to net a total of six points of quintessence. Uh, Darcy, you're going to watch her pray over this, and minute by minute, about it takes about three or four minutes, you're going to watch motes of light just <sighs> siphon out of this well into her. And you'll see just a brief moment where the core of her being kind of glows in your eyes, and you'll see the outline of her heart kind of with each bit of magic that flows into her. Uh, how many successes did you get on your roll? Um, I, I was waiting for you to tell me the difficulty so I haven't okay. rolled yet. Uh, so difficulty of uh, difficulty of eight for this. <laughs> oh, these new dice love me so much. Um, that's going to be five successes. I rolled Holy two crap. tens again. Okay, so uh, you are unable to reap quintessence directly from this node. However, yeah. looking around it, you are going to see that it is actually ringed by a small fairy circle. Or there is one that is a kind of a satellite off to the north of it. As well as some moss that is softly glowing with quintessential energy. This is TAS. Physical manifestations when prime, primal energy coalesces into physical form. 
Um, you have to either consume or destroy it using magic, usually Prime 3, in order to liquefy your assets. Uh, however, you are going to find uh, three mushrooms, uh, all of which are edible. Uh, one, I have not decided whether or not Maya's told you what happens when you eat quintessence that are made of mushrooms. Um, so we'll find out that later. Um, you also will find at the, is it the south side that moss grows primarily? It's the north. darker side usually, right? Yeah, the north. north. Is the north side? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and on the north of the well, uh, just out of chastity sight, you are going to find two points of tass made of moss. Uh, however, I would like you to do me a favor, please. And yes. I would like you to roll me intelligence plus esoterica. Or a cult. Okay. Uh, I'll do esoterica. Uh, so uh, what difficulty? Uh, difficulty of uh, six. <laughs> One subtract. Uh, ones do subtract. Okay, zero. I rolled two successes, two failures. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, All right, so uh, looking at this, you're going to be able to pluck the moss away. Uh, and you're going to harvest this. You're going to have five points of tass, three mushrooms, two moss. Okay. Um, which tass is useful because it stays in physical form until you destroy it. Okay. Or until it is just destroyed through any means. Uh, as you are plucking these things and you are praying, though, um, what about the rest of you? Are you two just standing and watching this prayer and mushroom collection session? I think once I realize that they're going to be out there for a little bit and um, are pulling uh, pulling quintessence, then I will uh, go back to what I'm doing because I have I have plenty of quint right now, so <laughs> I Sounds don't good. need any more. I um, have yeah. no quint, but I am not going to sit by a muddy grounded well in the middle of the night in the rain and meditate or yeah think on <laughs> science. Now, I would like, um, what I would really like is, can I get both of you who are out there right now uh, collecting this to make me a perception plus awareness roll at a difficulty of eight. So this is Darcy and Chastity. Okay. Perception and awareness. Difficulty eight. Perception and awareness. Throw the dice around. One success. Okay. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Both of you are going to feel a chill as you collect and consume this quintessence. And both of you are going to be mildly affected um, by... You're going to notice this is the important thing. Both of you are going to have a sense about you of both dread loneliness and fear the that emotion kind of rolls over particularly strongly to chastity actually you have after you finish your final prayer you are going to feel just that sharp tension at the base of your throat like an anxiety attack is threatening to come on but also like you kind of want to cry and this will fade over the next few minutes, but it is a sudden emotional resonance that flares up within you. Mm. Um, you will also notice that um, uh, Darcy has picked some moss off and, uh, and some mushrooms, and as she's collecting them, uh, I will allow you, since you're right there, to make me a perception and um, 
uh, perception and esoterica roll, I think is what I will... I do not have esoterica. Uh, I have a cult. I have... Okay, I'll allow a vice cult. Vice and theology. Um, I will allow either a cult or uh, vice. Do the same rating for me, so it's just... Uh, it would be perception and... Yeah. Sure, that works for me. That's, uh, what was the difficulty? Difficulty on this is going to be, uh, six. Okay, I got a nine and a ten. Perfect. Um, so glancing down, you're going to see that the mushrooms that she has collected are of a particular variety that you are acquainted with. Oh. Uh, normally they don't grow away from, I believe they grow on logs, usually. Mm. Um, but here they're growing just in the middle. Of, it's kind of strange. Um, mm. Not only are they glowing with quintessential energy with your prime site, uh, you imagine they are going to be a lot of fun to use. Um, however, that's not what strikes you the most. It's as she comes by and, and scrapes away some of the moss that is growing at the base of this well, you will recognize the variety of moss in the darkness. For you did a lot of work for Sister Agatha, mm. and one of the things that you did was clean gravestones. Mm. This is grave moss. A particular breed that likes to grow around, well, Graves? corpses. Mm. I think I found the skeleton. She mumbles that quietly. Okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, we'll say okay. that. Okay. Oh. Sorry? Um. Moss. It's grave moss. Oh. Oh. Mm. And oh. she's looking around and kind of just like gives us, like, circles the well at this point to mm. look for anything else. It looks mm. like it goes down pretty deep, you well beyond your line of sight from the lantern that you have with you. Yeah. If you got another rope, you could try to send a bucket down. Hmm. Doesn't have any rope on her, but she knows where she can get some. I think. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, back inside of the house, um, having had plenty of time to watch this, uh, you are free to wander around the house as much as you two would like, um, Josephine and Evelyn, uh, or you could head back to the study where Teddy is setting up candles around the table. Um. Basically, Evelyn will kind of go... She'll stick a bit more around Josephine because she seemed very like, oh, cool, you're, you were order of reason sort of thing. Like, she doesn't want to be alone. <laughs> mm -hmm. For Teddy's one. Dangerous. Um, a is dangerous. She's a very slight, small woman. Um, <laughs> Josephine, strong and tough. Also, this uh, one doesn't seem quite, like, prejudiced against what she used to do. <laughs> Potentially. Not that the others have seemed that way, but at the same time, traditions, order of reason, she's like, mm, they might not like me. Yeah. Um, I think Josephine's going to head back to the study mm -hmm. and, um, and yeah, just kind of wait a little impatiently for seance to, seance stuff to start. It's like, they just get back here already. <laughs> Well, I got all the candles set up. All we need is some incense, some chanting, and uh, a ghost, Teddy will say, smiling at you. So There's you're from, probably plenty of those. You're from up there. 
or down there or whichever way it is. I've never been. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> It's a good place. So you're it. you're exotic. I've learned that no one really uses that term in a good way. I use all of my terms in the best way possible. Mm. Captain. <laughs> Should I call you Captain? I mean, I don't really have a boat, so I'm not really a captain. Now you sail on the ocean of my, well, heart. You'll be a captain in there. Oh, come on. Anyway. Wow. Do they not have manners up there? You're supposed <sighs> to laugh at my stupid jokes. But they're stupid. Yeah, that's fair. Yes, I am from Concordia. I am exotic. I am unusual. And as a good kisser. It keeps being. Thanks. You're. Hey, you are absolutely welcome. The pleasure was, hopefully, mutual. Actually. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, what? if you, if you'd like to try for better success, I'm always willing. I'm not particularly interested. Your call. At the very least, I look forward to our adventures together. I can agree on that. And if uh, your interest ever waxes, uh, please let me know. Until then. Evelyn's just going to be standing in the doorway, just kind of <laughs> watching and like hiding, like laughter. Until then, I'm happy to keep our relationship strictly professional. Or friendly, but like friendly, friend, friend, friends, friends, friends. Good. Uh, and Miss uh, Doctor. Yes. A married woman, I see. He says, gesturing to your hand. Yes. Is there a? I guess there is a Mister Doctor Taylor. Morgan. My my married name is Morgan. Yes. I already mentioned it before. Uh, there is um. Uh, as I was just saying to uh, Captain Joe, um, there's uh, any services that you require I am happy to provide as well as um, any comforts that the my, my uncle's establishment uh, his, his residence his potentially final tomb uh, can offer as well thank you on a, a side note Evelyn was not 100% sure how to take that comment <laughs> I don't think uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm ready if you are to start setting up your etheric doodads. Yes. Cool. I mean, little, little. fantastic. Let's get to work. <laughs> 
he says, spreading his arms around the table. And with that, do you and Josephine... She'll finish setting it up and she'll, like, get him to reach and hold. Loop that piece around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a problem at all. Thank you. Um, Josephine, while you're doing that, Josephine's going to be drawing some some symbols on the table in her amethyst powder um, as she uh, as she chants her her Latin and then um, goes over her eyes um, with the amethyst powder so sounds good you begin to to prepare the ritual circle which means that you are going to be able to work together on this effect and um, a few minutes later as you ring the table um, are you two headed back in out of the rain Okay, so Chastity and Darcy are going to re-enter, uh, completely drenched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy will approach with some drop claws that are a little less dusty that he's found in one of the cupboards and will offer them. There might be so some towels upstairs, but this is a good start. Come on in. Wrap it around like a cloak, like it's like a dr- like dramatically, my hero. Oh, my dear Miss Goodwin, anytime. Hmm. Do you, uh, of course. Uh, and you seem to be soaked to the bone. Here. Allow me. And uh, Darcy is going to Biggest be offered. blush. Their cheeks are so red right now. Her cheeks just go full red. Oh, uh, on those He freckles. will hand you his jacket. Uh, uh, th- uh, thank you, sir. That's uh, very, very kind. Not a problem. This technically is my house. I need to treat people with respect and care, like a good host should. Mm. Now let's go summon my dead uncle. I think we may have found a body in the yard. What? What? Grave moss. Yes, it was by the whale. There's a whale mm-hmm. in the yard? The whale. The whale. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm, my ears are still a little ringing from the um, landing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, speaking, um, hmm. do you, do you need, a, do you need, um, did you use too much? Do we use quintessence in game as a term, just generally? Um, that's one of the it's one of the rough things about World of Darkness like, games. Do you would... do you need? Have you used too much energy? Do you need some vigor? Uh, hermetics will say quintessence. <laughs> hermetics will straight up. Quintessence is kind of a shorthand that all the traditions can use. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but each one of them has their own special word for I'm it. Trying right? to remember what the hell it is for the the cult uh, of for the, the cult of ecstasy. Yeah. It is uh, prana, if I'm not mistaken. Pra- prana. Prana. What? Which like which is like uh, it's chakra metaphysical energy, I believe. Are these it's just use ether. Yeah, they use ether, or it, it can also be pronounced as aether if they really okay. want to. In that but case, so probably some something the like ether, uh, so. Do you need some more? Do you need to top up on some vim and vigor? Oh, <laughs> node. What? Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. Magic. They, sh- shower me in your in your in your love. Um, and this is Prime. She uses prayer for that usually, so okay. she'll probably just do like, although <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how she would actually do this with Teddy, specifically. Um, <laughs> Please she bless just this kiss idiot. Him. Oh. Please bless this idiot and she'll give him a kiss. Okay. Uh, lips or cheek? Lips. Okay. That's how it works best that way. It, it really does. It's breath to breath, right? Yeah. A little bit of open mouth, a little bit of breathing back and forth. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and uh, this is going to be at a difficulty of uh, transferring it. Uh, You are using additional, I'll say it's difficulty four. 
Okay. For this, so. I'm not sure. I was gonna transfer like two, maybe. Sure. That's that works for me. Yeah. So okay. So sorry. Difficulty. F difficulty four. four? That's one success. All right, you can. Uh, so, uh, you were going to tran you were trying to transfer two, so you're halfway there. So you kiss him, and transfer some <clears throat> of the energy into him. Which Darcy, you're <clears throat> going to see this kind of transfer, like like she's breathing like magic energy directly into his mouth. Um, you can continue next round again at difficulty of five. Sure, but I think what she's going to do is she'll probably like pause, like stop for a second, pull back. Something's not right here, and then she'll go in again. Okay. For the next round. Should I go to the left or to... Um, that's, uh, I got a, a nine and a six for that. Okay, cool. So you can transfer so a third if you'd like, but you don't have to. She'll, she'll make sure that he's got... Um, we'll just say... Yeah, she'll give him, she'll give him three. He probably what? spent a decent he, he amount. He did, but he's did, he has Avatar three and he spent three. Okay, there. And then she'll just, she'll push him back, give him mm. a pat on the cheek, and wander back and in, off into the room and leave him there. <clears throat> Definitely feeling vigorous now. Evelyn will just look a little startled. Yeah, Darcy's like, like, what the? F she's like, she's like half like. Oh, we're we're old friends. Uh, America must be a very strange place. It is, but also, um, sorry, um, you are, I'm assuming, some type of uh, of lovely witch. Uh, yes. Verbana? Verbena? Uh, Verbena, Ver yes. Verbena. Um, I, I and um, parts of Chastity are, are with the Cult of Ecstasy. Oh, I think... I think parts of Chastity? M my eyes might have... The best ones! I, sorry, I'm all new to this. Uh, I, I, I've been awakened for about uh, six months now. So uh -huh. it's, it's all, all, all quite new to me. Uh, it's uh, a, a methodology of transferring prana across physical distances and sharing it with one another through uh, intimate connections. If you'd like, I could show you some techniques later. Even rudder. Even rudder. And she just kind of like giggles and... and, and uh... I like this one. <laughs> uh, but first, Ghost? Uh, yes, let, 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 let's uh, uh, look at the ghost, and she's like flusteredly like <laughs> runs into the other room. It's not too wet tomorrow. Let's see if there's anything left for the node. Oh, there probably will be. Old stockpiles of everything in this place. And uh, he will sit down around the table with you. One by one, you all assemble there and begin to. Uh... Has anyone ever done this before? Teddy will say. No. I've actually not tried it yet. Uh, so I've done it once. Usually we all join hands and call upon the spirits and ask them to make themselves known to us. Is it just contact needed or does it have to be the hands? Uh, it, I mean, it, it's usually the hands, but... Uh, well, I will have to tune the device. Oh, I mean, I guess you could not be inside of the circle. You could do it from without or could, what would you... What could I we... Mean, you could elbow, I suppose. I guess we could just put our hands on your, on your, on your wrist or something. That would work. Yes. 
so I long. would not want to interrupt your methodology. Oh, uh, it's not my methodology, really. This is just how I've seen it done. I mean, how would how would you I mean? Is anyone trained in the ways of 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 the spirits? Yes. Yes. Oh well, how would you do it then? I I tune. Well, we do it differently. She, yeah, she has this. I have. You just uh, have to tune into the correct waves, for where and, you can contact them. And how do you do it? Magic. <laughs> yeah, but does it involve connecting to waves or? Can you... It involves looking across the veil. It involves, you know, I use the... But, <sighs> walk me through it, actually. I guarantee I am an expert at getting people who are not used to working together to make sure that everyone has a place and everyone fits. Well, okay. Basics of of alchemy, as above, so below. You've got your your amethyst to mm -hmm. connect you to um, to spirits, um, and okay. then you know I have a ritual that I do that makes it work. It's how I was taught. Okay. So, do you, do you snort anything, like snuff? No. Okay. I'd imagine that would hurt. I just use me, my will. So you're a conduit. Out. Sure. Like an antenna on a on a box. Well, and I suppose Sure. Uh, Wait, the act of tuning. I, I go about it in a very regimented way, which I suppose you could call ritualistic. Well, what I'm thinking is that if you could work together it would be significantly more powerful. So, if you're acting as a conduit for the spirits, then it wouldn't be that difficult to have some of those waves maybe centered on whatever Captain Joe is doing? Well, if she is amplifying, then they would be stronger in order to lock onto them. There we go. Can you can you tune yeah. to like a specific area if you could tune on like around her? Well, essentially, it's the area of this room. Ah. Um, it, it is a very short range device. It's very quite small. Mm. Well, I guess it couldn't hurt. Sure. William Hirschfeld hurts. It was a. What? I was a. I, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. This is another one of your friends. No, he invented the radio. Come on, it was only like 10, oh, 15 years ago. Oh, I see. You were making a pun. I. Ah. He also got it wrong. It's Heinrich Rudolf Hertz. <laughs> Amazing. You, you think he combined it with some, like, Broadway actor? In his head? <laughs> like, it's, it's... <laughs> All right, Gilbert well, and Sullivan if, Hertz? If we're going to attempt to work together. I'm assuming that uh, we're going to try and help all of you also access this. So I just need to put some of this on, on your eyes and your eyelids. I mean, we are getting right near the witching hour, so that's uh, quite uh, a good time to do this. The veil is thinner now. Indeed. 
and she's gonna go around and just okay. put like some of this amethyst powder on your eyes, oh, eyelids. So, in your eyes. In your eyes. I was, <laughs> I was like, before Ben oh. Stein shows up, I was like, for dry red eyes, put amethyst powder in. Um, okay, so uh, as you set this up, so you have the appropriate resonance. Um, uh, I'm gonna say that uh, you do have the appropriate resonance for this. Uh, specifically, even though it is only um, generally there, there's still a bit of lingering resonance from chastity being there and whatever task was pulled from the well. So I'm going to give you a minus one on the casting. Uh, you are manipulating mythic threads and hyper-narrative right now by doing a seance to do this. And it is a spooky night at midnight. So that's going to be another minus one because time and place matters. Um, in a house so, that had a, a death. <laughs> in a house that had a death and there was a weird creepy thing and you are near a node. So this is going to be a difficulty of three for both of you. Ooh. Uh, okay. what, what you are going to need to do this is for each one of you that needs to see, it is going to be, you're going to need one success. So that is... And you just roll Eritate. You just roll Eritate. So you need five successes between the two of you. Okay. Uh, and then plus one for each duration you would like. Okay. Uh, so okay. in this case, uh, I think you need at least six successes between you two. Um, and it was difficulty three, correct? Difficulty of three. Okay. All right. Two successes. Two successes? Okay. I rolled two threes and a two. Oh, that... <laughs> oh, you rolled a ten? Nope. God damn it. It's fine. I know I know. Evelyn will carry me through this. It's it's true. Evelyn, five successes. Okay, okay so... so I rolled a nine and a ten on, off of three dice. Mm -hmm. Now I rolled another ten. And I rolled another 10. Yep, because we're, and using, then I rolled we're five. using alternate rules where magic always explodes because magic is chaotic. Uh, okay, so this is a seance in the middle of the night. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that this is this is going to be uncanny um, because it's possible, but not... This is creepy. Uh, so, Christine, congratulations. You have one point of paradox. Jen, congratulations. You have now a fourth point of paradox. Uh, quick, quick question for you, yes. though. Uh, you did say that my... Uh my losing a tail was also uncanny. Did that give oh, me a point of paradox? Yes, that would have given you one point of paradox. I'm yes. at five points of paradox, thank you. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to wait until a narrative appropriate moment. So That's one moment. fair. Thank you. I guess I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the game there. Uh, I'll, I'll check something during the break in one moment. So um, as you are all wringing hands and tuning things, you'll hear from Evelyn's device and um, you start chanting in Latin yeah. uh, uh, do you want me to handle the English in case he doesn't speak Latin uh, oh spirits sure. <laughs> oh spirit we know you are here please um, Uncle Harvey please join us reach out to us Become one with our circle and show us what has happened. Uh, so say we of the magic traditions and friends. He says, casting an eye at Evelyn. Maybe uh, you can... Uh, we call you to this circle, please. And you are chanting and calling and, and reaching out with your energies and reaching out with your magics and your science and as you do lightning strikes overhead one of the windows will rattle 
shake, and the room will become pitch black. As above the table, all of you will begin to hear the sound of a low, croaking moan. Dashwood. I don't think that's my uncle. And I think we're going to go to break. So, <laughs> folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, and we'll see you in a second. You guys having fun? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't run a Victorian game without having a seance. It is yeah, against no, the great. law. <laughs> the, the narrative police yeah, would have put me in jail for this. So. Absolutely. No, that's fair. All right. So. And I mean, I think Evelyn is striving for whatever distraction she can because... Oh my god, otherwise the consequences of what she's just done is gonna fall down on top of her. Yep, that's yep. that's for later. Uh so folks, we're gonna be right back. Don't go anywhere, and we will see you in just a moment while we go grab some extra tea and crumpets tea. and whatever we need to continue. I could go see for you in a, a second. Right now. Hey all, I'm Jen and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dork Tales content. Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. Welcome back to Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Where last we left, the characters had assembled around a table. Summoning ancient... Or maybe not so ancient, ghosts from beyond the grave, reaching out beyond the veil. And as they did, the lights... The lights shut off. A cold wind blew through the room and snuffed all of the candles around the large circular table that the characters found themselves at. And in the darkness, a spectral voice spoke out to you all. Dashwood. high-pitched, cockney voice. Murderers! In the center of the table, you see a pool of blood begin to form, dripping from nowhere above a rain of blood slowly. Pat, pat, pat. Pat. It screams loud and piercing, and you are going to see the windows of the study around you begin to crack and splinter as this high-pitched wail goes out. I would like everyone inside of this area to please make me a stamina roll. Uh, difficulty six. This is a soap roll. I rolled three nines. <laughs> you are fine. Difficulty what? Sorry, six. Difficulty six. 
I'm good. I rolled a one, so that's one success. You rolled a one? I rolled a one and then a six and an eight, so oh. cancels one out. So that yeah. sounds good. So you have two successes, one success. All right, you are all fine. Teddy is fine as well. If you got one success, uh, there will be a slight ringing in your ears but you are not deafened by the shriek. Um, you are going to see a swirl of ectoplasmic energy above you, and then as the candles snuff out, this swirling mass of ectoplasmic force is going to shriek and streak out into the Great Hall. I think we did it. What have we done? Yes. Does someone have Was a match? It supposed to yeah. um, go. I'll reach into uh, my bag. bag. Light a match. As you light a match, uh, I would like everyone here to make me a perception and alertness roll. What's the difficulty? Difficulty is uh, only going to be six, actually. One success. One success. One success. Uh, Teddy Four. failed. Uh, three. Four. And what'd you get, uh, Chesty? One? Okay. Uh, Josephine, you're going to notice this first. Glancing down, you are going to see that the blood pool in the center of the table is still present. But it's not just present. It has been shaped. It's smeared as if fingers, no larger than your own, pushed down into it, and it spells a giant, stylized, gothic font A. All of you will notice this as Josephine looks down and brings attention to it, except for Teddy, who looks out. It sounded like a woman. My uncle wasn't a woman, was he? No judgment. No. Teddy, what? Teddy. What? what is the significance uh, of I, I mean? Uh, it's the first letter of the alphabet. Is there any notable people in the, your family who have an A for a first letter uh, or a last father, name? My father's name was Albert. Does someone have something against your father? I'm not sure. Can I get anyone here who has points in academics? Uh, you could make me an intelligence plus academics roll. Yes, nice. sweet. I can do that. Only I make this roll if you are up on pop culture. Would I be? I think pop, yes. Pop culture being the past 50 years. Actually, Jen, I'm going to say that you can do this, but you're going to be at a difficulty of seven, whereas everyone okay. else is going to be at a difficulty of six. I just, be, just because <laughs> I'm not sure if you would have picked this up. So I don't get anything if you said it was difficulty of six, because I got a, I got a ten and a one. Okay. Unless wait, the ten wait, counts wait, wait, as two. Wait, wait, wait. It does not, not unless you have specialty. It was yeah, intelligence no, and academics? Yes. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Three. Three? Okay. Uh, so, at seven. At difficulty seven. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so glancing down, uh, this is one of the rare books that you actually picked up, aside from Treasure Island while you were down here. You didn't finish it, but... All of you know what this is. It's a letter A in Scarlet Blood. Uh, that book was published uh, about 40 something years ago. 
was quite popular for a while. It was set in puritanical times, which is probably why uh, Chastity never read it. Because, yes. I actually, I use, I had actually written it as her least favorite book in my survey initially. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so perfect. she might know it, but might have slipped her mind for the moment because what's the context here? Yeah. Oh, Scarlet, Scarlet Letter. What? It was a book. Oh, we read it for a, for a school. It's one of the books that I... I didn't finish it, but I did read most of it. Okay, so... Does it, but in, why would that be here? What's the context? That doesn't make any sense. Adulterer? It was your, oh, your, your father or your, someone in your family uh, known for... Maybe your uncle's mistress is was killed. That sounds much more likely than my father. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, uh, is that all that this is, or... What Might is it? be unfinished business of ending the Dashwood line? Well, hell. I'm part of the Dashwood line. Yes. Which means well, you're in danger. Dear oh, Teddy. great. I... Oh. Fuck me. <laughs> He's going to say. And at that, uh, I would like everyone to make me a dexterity and athletics roll. Uh, Evelyn is going to look a little uh, shocked at his... His language too. So with no athletics, I'm just rolling decks. You're just rolling yeah. decks, yeah. Okay. What's the difficulty? Um, is does difficulty this does this uh, involve trying to keep my feet? No, I'm nope. gonna say it doesn't. Yeah. Nope. Um, nope. Three I was I was wondering, Kelly, um, because I had vigorous for strength. Would mm. I could I roll that instead of decks? Uh. No, okay. not for this, but you yeah. will be able to use it in the near future. So this is more like getting out of the way. Okay, cool. Ooh. Two successes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, three successes. Evelyn? Three. Three successes and Chastity. Big ol' none. Okay. I rolled two twos. Uh, so there is going to be another one of those ethereal screams, and suddenly the table beneath you is going to rattle for a second. Enough that the three of you, Josephine, Evelyn, and Darcy, are going to, like, surge back from your seats, standing up. However, the table is going to sweep up in a violent arc, slamming into the ceiling above and exploding. Uh, and as it does so, it is going to catch Teddy by the jaw and and uh, Chastity by the side of the head as she's kind of turned around. And mm. uh, each one of you, I need you to make me a stamina roll, please. Mm. Okay. Um, what's the... It's always difficulty six for stamina unless I tell you always. Okay, cool. Always six. Okay, so I got for one so. success then. One success. Okay, so you're going to be banged around but not hurt. Uh, Teddy's going to take a point of bashing damage as it, like, smashes his teeth together and throws his head back. He's going to stumble to the ground and... Oh! The chair, or pardon me, the table is going to shatter and rain down on all of you. Uh, what do you do? Um... Well... Fuck? Um... 
Josephine's gonna go for her um, for her carpet bag and uh, pull out a length of rope mm-hmm. that she's gonna start um, unweaving as um, I want to do a kinetic shield. Okay, that sounds fantastic. So this is going to be a kinetic shield. Uh, that's the way that you do it. Do you think it's uncanny? Um, things are going to like exp- like just bounce off of you, right? They're, yeah, yeah, they're basically just going to bounce off okay. of me. So, yeah, it's probably uncanny. Okay, so let's go ahead and do that. So, you are. Most of my magic is uncanny. That's fair. So, you're going to be doing this at a difficulty of. Uh, you have no effects up at the moment, uh, aside from spirit talking. So, this is going to be at difficulty of uh, four, six. Uh, so, difficulty six. Um, and uh, do you have anything that would lower that? This is my specialty focus. Uh, the, oh, specialty the, the forces. Uh, the the rope in specific. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm weaving it together as if it were a, a shield. Sounds yeah. good. So it's going to be a difficulty of five then. Three successes. Three successes. All right. So let's put one into duration so that it'll last until the end of the encounter. Yes. And then two yeah, sorry, into strength. Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> That's totally fine. Um, okay. Which is perfect timing because as you do that, what is everyone else doing? Real quick. Um, I was wondering if I could try to also do a rope to do my re- arrest of flight of arrows to also give myself some same sort thing. of shield. Yeah, basically. Okay, same thing. You can, uh, and Chastity, what are you saying? Is the other bottle of wine still on the cat table somewhere, or like uh, somewhere? It, it is on the floor over by the chairs that you had pulled over. She's gonna go and try and and see if it's still okay, because if it is, she's gonna try and use that to make a, for help her with a mind shield. Okay, yeah, it hasn't even been yeah. opened yet. You guys never got around to it. So uh, what we are going. So she's to, just going over there. What we're gonna do? Oh, and uh, Evelyn. Evelyn's just gonna crawl under the table for a shield. Oh, the table exploded on the ceiling. Oh, it did? Uh, okay. However, this is the study, so I'm going to say that there is a grand piano nearby. Okay. She's going to sit under room. there and try and, like, stink. <laughs> Would there be a grand piano? There'd be at the very least. Not in a study. Then there'd no, be another, there there's be another probably table. Probably another desk. Yeah. There'd be yeah. an actual desk, probably. Actually, there will be a desk at the front of the room, so you could crawl, crawl under that. It's one of those giant desks, like the kind where bankers who foreclose on houses sit. I'm going to try and get under there and look around and just kind of look to see if I can see anything. And if I can make any mental leaps of something I could do. Sounds good. Uh, why don't you, so what I'm going to have is, Darcy, you're going to give me a difficulty five uh, f- rest of Flight of Arrows because you're using your, your um, uh, are you using your mother's spell book as a focus as well? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be difficulty five for you. Uh, oh, pardon me. It's going to be difficulty uh, moon phase. You're going to be at difficulty three for this. Okay. Because you, you got to remember your conditional magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna do that. Okay, that's gonna uh, be a point of paradox for uncanny. Uh, okay. So go ahead and do that. You're and you want at least three successes. Um, okay. Amy, for you, you were going to do a mind shield. She's Same thinking up. about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to check, would that? She's a little worried about possession. Not sure if mine would help against that. Uh, it would uh, it would prevent mental effects and emotional effects. Would not okay. prevent it. Pre- it would not prevent uh, full possession. possession. Okay. Well, that still seems like a decent idea to do then. So yeah, she's gonna cr- clamber on the floor over to where this thing is and get it. Yeah. Uh, and Robin, I just realized that your difficulty would actually be four, um, if that matters. 
because no, I rolled uh, a fives and above. Okay, so do you want to put the extra success into power or duration? Um, I would like to put it into power. Okay, so you're at three for the remainder of the the encounter, Um, and then uh, Amy. Uh, so you got four successes there, Robin. So that's three power. Okay, let me know when something happens. Uh, Amy, I would like you to make me a very similar roll. Do you have a specialized focus? Is this prayer? Is, is, is your I mind? Don't think, mind, I think, is a weird mix between the two. I think she uses prayer and uses, like, vices for it. Okay. So I think, because I feel like her just, like, swigging back a, from a bottle of wine mm. has a kind of combination there. Okay, so this is not a rote that you have, so you're going to be fast casting in a hurry. So what I want you to do is give this to me. Uh, This is actually going to be elegant. Elegant? Okay. Because mind shields are super elegant. Oh, I do have a rote for mind. Oh, you do have a rote for mind shield? Okay, cool. So give me this a difficulty of uh, uh, difficulty plus one, difficulty of uh, six. Difficulty of six? Yeah. So I'm rolling my my arete. Difficulty six. I think it's difficulty six. Let me check. Well, yeah, plus one for fast casting. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I got a seven and two ones. Okay. Uh, well, you didn't botch because we're not using the negative botch roll, which is yeah. nice. Nice. Uh, so you are going to rush forward, grab the bottle of wine, rip the cork out of it, yeah. and just start chugging it. <laughs> Uh, fortify yourself. You're going to fortify. fortify yourself. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to spend Fuck. something to... Uh, uh, can you do me a favor and make me yeah. a stamina roll, please? Okay. Uh, it's normally a, a six for soak. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, two successes then. Okay. Uh, you... Okay. saying something in chat real quick. Um, you up in the bottle and begin to guzzle down. This was the bottle of um, uh, the Capsove. And as you are guzzling it down, it is rich and, and, and delicious. And as you are swallowing your third mouthful, it turns to blood. It begins dribbling down your cheeks. Um, if you manage to get like a full swallow of human blood. Oh, fuck. Um, you do not vomit from it, but blood is dribbling down the sides yeah, just, of your mouth. And she's spitting it out as much as she can. Okay. You can choose to try to vomit if you would like. Uh, Evelyn, uh, what are you doing? You were looking around, so I want you to make me a wits and... Mm, a wits and alertness or wits and awareness roll to see if there's anything that strikes you. Okay. Um, they are actually both the same, so... Okay, sounds good. What's my difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be, uh, you're in the heat of the moment, so I'm going to say difficulty seven. And if you succeed, I'll give you a detail about the scene that could be useful. Uh, one. One? Yeah. All right, so I you are, got two, but then I also got a one. You duck under the table, and it is a fantastic thing that you did, because I need everyone else here. You can go ahead and make me a dex and athletics roll, if you would like, as the, uh, I think I said there were about 40 books in here. Oh. They begin launching off the shelves like bullets. Uh, so I need a dex and, uh, dex and dodge roll. Uh, Evelyn, you're going to be immune to this, because they're going to start slamming into the desk. Oh, 
You picked the um, one place they weren't about to hit, so congrats. Uh, <laughs> two dice, let's go. Okay. Okay, I'm good. What okay. difficulty? So it's six. difficulty six, and yeah. I'm going to go through with my attack rolls for each of you. Okay, so I'm gonna start with Darcy. Uh, Darcy, that is, tell me how many you got. Zero, baby. Cool, I got five successes, oh, pardon me, six successes to hit you. Yikes. Okay, so uh, let me just take a note real quick. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Jen, oh, that was lucky. I rolled a lot of ones. I got four successes. Okay, so uh, you are going to trade, dot- Josephine? <laughs> no. <laughs> Josephine's MVP. Uh, and uh, Chastity. I got two successes. Two successes. Okay, yeah. you are actually going to just barely dive out of the way as one of these books strikes out at you. Um, ooh, and hold on, I gotta roll for Teddy. Uh, oh, cool. Actually, uh, oh nope, that's uh, Teddy is gonna get gonna get hit for three successes. Question. Uh, yes, one. What is it, real quick? Oh, um, just is this everyone in the room, or is like unconscious Amelia here? Or did we put her away somewhere? Uh, she is on a divan at the back of the room resting. Okay, cool. Just in cool. case. Uh, yep. One sec. So, um, Teddy is going to need to roll. Let's see, these books are projectiles, so they have two dice plus strength. Cool. Uh, uh, one, two. Three, four, five, six, and Teddy has okay stamina. Nope. Okay. Uh, Teddy's gonna take five points of bashing damage as a book launches across the room, and he gets bibled right in the forehead. And he is going to just like turn and boosh. oh, and he's gonna just like hit the ground hard. Uh, Darcy, it is your turn. So I got six successes over you, which means that I roll an additional five dice of damage. Uh, does my shield have any help with this? It does, actually. So uh, the mechanics for your shield are that it's an auto ar it's two points of armor per success, right? Um, oh no, momento, por favor. Um, successes... Subtract from the successes rolled to hit the subject with a missile weapon from a thrown rock to an arrow. Is it is it rolled to hit? Yeah, rolled to hit the subject. Okay, so yours is not armor. Yours is avoidance. So, and you got how many? So you got three. So that actually means that I'm going to hit you with... Uh, so I got six successes. I actually got three successes against you. Okay, okay. So in that case, I have to reroll my dice pool because uh, I am only trying to hit you with... Okay, I need you to make me a stamina roll, please. Okay. Okay. Um, a difficulty of six, I assume? Difficulty six, yeah. Sweet, that's three. Three, okay. Uh, so you are going to get caught right in the, in the center of your chest uh, by this book. Uh, it hits you on the flat surface, though, and it slows down as it fires toward you. A bit of ethereal energy will cushion its blow as it strikes you in the chest and falls to the ground. And you're, you're stunned for half a second from the impact right on your breastbone, but are, you're okay. No damage at all. Okay, uh, what is everybody, um, so as this is happening, Evelyn, you are wa watching book after book fire off of the shelves, and in the dimness of the room, you are just barely going to make out by moonlight um, that is 
actually there's very little moonlight because it's raining, uh, but uh, the lantern on the floor still is casting a bit of light as you look up and you are going to start noticing the book covers. Teddy got taken out by a Bible. Uh, that was War and Peace that almost took out uh, actually, I gotta double check that that's time period. Um, but Darcy um, uh, almost gets taken out by a. Uh, you know what? Darcy almost gets taken out by Faust. Because I know that one was published by then. Um, and just several ledger books fire off the shelves. Um, you know what book you don't see? The Scarlet Letter. as the books finish flying off the shelves toward your friends, um, that is none of the books that's on the floor. And that's what you will notice with your success. I'm going to pop up to see if that book is even in this room. Okay. Uh, so we are going to see what else everybody is going to do. Can you give me a wits and investigation roll? To quickly look, mm -hmm. I would also allow wits and academics for quick cross-referencing. I would like prefer academics, please. I will allow you to do that. Uh, so while Evelyn is scanning the shelves and like tearing through the books on the floor, uh, what is everyone else doing? Darcy's gonna run over to Teddy and she would like to heal him. That sounds fantastic. All right, how, are, how does she do this? Um, so she's gonna quickly, um, she's gonna flip open her mother's uh, book of shadows and then she's gonna reach into her purse quickly and she's gonna just start um, grabbing different um, vials and different bird bones and she's just going to start kind of scattering them around him quickly and she's going to just start chanting in uh, Celtic. Sounds good. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to hop back to Christine for her successes. Christine, how'd you do? Uh, well, what's my difficulty? Difficulty of this is going to be uh, it's pretty messy actually, so I'm going to say difficulty 7. Okay. Uh, 5. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going to cut back to you in one sec. Um, Robin, I would like you to roll Darcy's Arete, and your difficulty is going to be, uh, this is going to be uncanny because you're healing someone with magic, uh, but mm -hmm. witchcraft does heal people, uh, so this is going to be a difficulty of three Kay. because of your conditional magic. Yeah. Actually, pardon me, this would be difficulty of four. Okay. Um, that's three successes, so that's going to heal six levels of bashing on him. Okay, that is enough to bring him back to consciousness as he... <gasps> oh, Bible! Uh, Josephine and uh, and Chastity, what are you two doing? Uh, once I finish my, uh, my shield and dodge a bunch of books, um, <laughs> I'm probably just going to, like hold out my hands and be like, hey, whore, come at me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chastity, are you doing anything? Chastity is spitting blood out and trying to crawl, stay low to try and avoid these projectiles and try to get over to, I don't, if she sees that, that Teddy's all right, she's going to go and try and hide by Amelia. Okay. That sounds good. Um, can, uh, and as you are looking around Evelyn, no, it's not here. That book does not exist in this study. It's a pretty small amount of books here, though. Five successes. Uh, you looking around would say that this looks like just like a personal reading study. Hmm. A house like this probably has a room dedicated to books. There's probably a library here. 
She's going to stride over, get in Teddy's face and go, where's the library? Uh, second floor, uh, on the uh, right above the stairs, on the left. Um, Josephine, uh, that's going to twig in your head as you are, as you yell, you know, come here, whore. Yeah. Uh, that's the door right across from where the banister's broken that he just described. Uh, however, uh, uh, Chastity, you take shelter over by the divan at the back left of the room near where uh, or where Amelia is unconscious and you're going to feel a hand on your shoulder. What's going on? Hmm? Hmm? And Amelia is going to stand up. Uh-oh. Look around and uh, is going to grab a table leg and charge at uh, at uh, Josephine. Uh, Josephine, uh, you may uh, please give me a dex and athletics roll if you would like. Uh, and I'm going to give you a, uh, a bat roll. And I'm going to spend it. Hurt them more. Because <laughs> I have one. Let's dance. <laughs> oh, God. You have a so is your shield uh, inertia dampening or is it anti successes? It's anti successes. Okay, uh, I'm going to take these tens as is. <laughs> okay, so that's one, two. Okay, how many? Is, five. Yeah, I got six. So uh, she is going to swing wide with one of the legs of the table uh, and is going to struggle against your shield and is going to finally push through it with a cacophonous sound. It is going to hit against your uh, your left shoulder. Uh, and I need you to make me a stamina roll, please. That is, yes. my strength is temporarily that. And it is a table leg. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Okay. Uh, you are, it's going to hurt like hell, but you're going to soak the impact uh, as you feel your shoulder just completely chunk in. Uh, I only did two points of damage, so you are going to absorb it. Uh, okay. And she is right in your face right now. Her eyes have rolled back and she is completely white eyed. Nothing but whites flickering around. Her, her mouth is lolled open an extra three inches past what it should be as her jaw descends toward her chest. And uh, Chastity, you have not acted this round. So we're um, not really in initiative phases because yeah, ghosts. That's, that's uh, fair. So what um, would you like to do? Chastity is going to say something like, I'm not meant for this kind of action. And she's going to literally try and do a tackle takedown of her friend. Sounds good. Give me a strength and athletics roll. I have no athletics. It is a strength roll. A strength roll it is. That's it. I'm going to spend a willpower. Uh, yeah. Um, so that will give me one success at least. Okay. Uh, I'm not expecting this to work. Uh, I have a nine and a six. Nine and a six. All right, you are going to lunge forward and tackle into her, but it's like <laughs> she's she's rooted into the ground. You are going to wrap your arms around her her fairly trim waist, uh, and she is going to cling. Look Wait down at you, drop. and this this horrible face is going to look down at you, or you are going to see like blackness start to ooze out of her eye sockets. I'm sorry we abducted you. Dashwood. Uh, all right, who would like to act now? So Chastity is wrapped around. Uh, Teddy is on the ground. Just told you where the library is. Uh, 
Evelyn, I think, is going to start heading to the library because the sooner we can solve this, the sooner we can fix it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so you begin racing off. You're going to round the stairs and start taking them up. I want you to do me a favor. Hiking my skirts up so I don't trip. Doop, 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 doop. Well, it's almost like uh, the um, the runner on the stairwell is suddenly going to lurch out of its out of its fixed fixed nails and is going to try to wrap around you as you're rushing up. I want you to do me a favor and make me a dex and athletics roll. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a difficulty of how high are your heels? Not very high. Okay. Like, there would just be walking boots. Then uh, so it'll, probably it'll be, at it'll my be seven. Go running upstairs trying to avoid a carpet strangling you. It's going to be difficulty seven. Uh, you may spend will power. How'd you do? All successes. I rolled four eights and the nine. Holy shit! Okay, so, <laughs> so this this carpet tries to wrap around three, you. Three eights and uh, nine. But you are going to duck out of it. It is going to knock some of your hair out of its bun. Do not do that. I know you spent a long time on that wig. Um, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> so a little bit of hair is going to get pulled out of your bun, and one of your hairpins is going to tangle. It's going to go ting 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 down the stairwell. Uh, but you're going to be able to duck and continue moving. You'll get to the top of the stairs. Josephine, what are you doing? She's right in front of you. Um, okay, I'm going to ask this, and it, it's going to depend or make, make the decision of what I'm going to do, but I don't think I have enough, even if I combine, like, spirit and prime, to try and push the spirit out of her body. Okay. I think I need more spirit, but... Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, so, <laughs> just I want to punch it out of her. <laughs> well, technically, he, just okay. wrap your fist in spirit. And just... <laughs> so she doesn't have enough spirit to do that. What yeah. you do have enough to do, though, is technically with Prime, you could hit this person on every level of existence, including the spiritual plane. So you'd hit both of them, but you'd hit one of them with aggravated damage. You'd, you'd hit both with ag. This is true. Um, so you could do that. Um, I might even be nice and allow it to do aggravated damage only to the spirit and only lethal <laughs> damage to the other one if you employ spirit. Okay. Uh, or you can yeah, use look. forces to clock her over the head and just knock her out. Or telekinesis to hold her still. I mean, fair. Or but... you could do lethal damage to her. No, I, I wanna, I wanna try and knock the spirit out of her because I wanna fight the spirit. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. So, uh, do you have prime three? I do not. <laughs> okay, so this is gonna be a prime two single use effect. You're gonna spend a point of quintessence to make it happen. Uh, this yeah. is going to be, um, you're literally doing a prime punch. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, how do you do this? Um, it means something completely different in mage. Oh yeah. How would she? Um, Wrap the rope around your fist. <laughs> except it's my forces uh, instrument. Um, no, I think I will. I think I'll wrap the the rope around my or around my hand around my fist just because mm -hmm. it gives me a connection to my magic in general. Okay, and then. In Latin, I'm just gonna shout ad undus, um, which is to the waves or to hell, and just punch her in the back of the head. Okay. Uh, so, this is going to be a two fold roll. So, first, okay. I want you to make me a 
uh, a dex and brawl roll, or you're okay. kind of, she's being clinched right now, so I'd allow strength and brawl if that's preferable for you. Uh, dex is better. Okay. So she is going to try to move out of the way at a higher difficulty, uh, and that is a fail. Nice. Uh, so, first of all, we need to find out if you connect. I do. Two successes. Two successes. All right. So, uh, now we're going to roll your magic, uh, and that is going to be, uh, question, do you think that this is catastrophic, or do you think this is just uncanny? You're, you're summoning holy energy and punching a ghost out of someone. True, but it is kind of the witching hour, weird shit's happening, we just did a seance. Although it is uncanny. Cool, So, uh, that's gonna be one point of paradox then. Yeah. And, Um, uh... Here's the question. Has mine gone off, or is it still adding? It's still adding. Because my connect shield was also uncanny, so that's another... So I'd be at seven points. I just wrote down seven, actually, so that's good. And guess what? It's about to go off. Yay! Yay! Uh, so your difficulty is, um... Your difficulty is it's uncanny, plus okay. prime two. Uh, are you adding spirit one in as well? Uh, yeah, because I'm gonna. Okay. I'm trying to actually hit the spirit. Okay, so, so you're at difficulty seven, uh, okay. and you are not using forces, so your your unique or your specialized instrument doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. You're fast casting in a hurry, so that's gonna be difficulty eight. Okay, um, and I I spent a quintessence to do the thing. To do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to spend uh, two more quintessence. Okay, difficulty six. Yep. Um, and I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. Spend all the things. Spend all the things. That's what it's here for. Ooh. With the willpower, that is two successes. Two successes. Okay, so I want you also to roll, because I'm using this the full rules for damage to make this a little more cinematic and unawful. Uh, yeah. Roll your strength plus one. Okay. Difficulty six? Difficulty six. Can I reroll tens? Uh, no, not unless you have a strength specialty. Okay, uh, two. Two. Uh, oh, I guess we should talk about whether or not damage explodes. Well, not, not unless you have a specialty. You said so two? That makes sense. Yeah, two successes. Okay, so it's going to be two plus... Okay, you are going to deal six levels of aggravated damage to the ghost and six levels of lethal damage to the girl as you uh, wrap this around your fist and as she snarls down at Chastity, you're going to crack her in the back of the head hard enough that her skull splits. And uh, this... What's that? I said, oops. Uh... And the spirit is going to shriek and fly out of her, um, like just emerging from her mouth. And here we go. Uh, holy fuck. Uh, okay, so Jen, you have one point of paradox now. Hey. Uh, you just took... Uh, 14 points. I rolled three tens. So hold on. Two, four, six, nine points of paradox. My bad. Okay. Uh, Let's see in Victorian age what that does because this is the first time we've done the straights. Uh, Hey guys. So can you you explain what's going on? Because I have no idea why did you roll dice? Uh, I'm about to tell you. So just trust trust me. I got the, I'll take the wheel. Uh, So this is going to, oh God, I haven't done paradox like this in so long. It's so good. Uh, he, he rolls a number of dice based on how many points you've gathered. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the number of successes okay. determines how bad it is. <laughs> ah, okay. Yep. Uh, so in addition to that, you are going to take... Oh boy. Uh, you are going to... Oh, they changed it at M20, so it's not auto successes. So, uh, first of all, uh, you are going to immediately suffer one, two, three, four, five. Uh, ooh, I'm going to subtract those because those are ones. Are we doing ones off of damage successes? I think we weren't, right? I can't remember. I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to say we're going to ignore that for this round. Uh, uh, paradox damage in my games, I'm pretty sure in the, in the core, is unsoakable because it's reality just messing you up. Uh, yep. Jen, you're going to take seven points of bashing damage. Oof. Uh, and uh, a burn of one dice per... Okay. And uh, you are going to... I'm going to use the I'm going to use the old system here. Uh, so, um, there is going to be an explosion of energy as she surges out of the body. As you crank her in the back of the head, her scream erupts as she flies through the, through the ceiling and into the second floor. Uh, this is going to hurl you backward 30 feet into the bookshelf, mm -hmm. uh, and you are going to just crank your head, snapping one of the wood, wooden shelves. Uh, you are going to... Uh, hmm... Uh, quick question when yeah. recording damage. Um, Slash. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going I'm going down the chart in bashing. Do I do the incapacitated box before I loop back yes. around? Yeah, so okay. you're knocked out. You can you can roll stamina to stay up. Cool. Okay. Um, but you are basically out. And what I'm going to do is Paradox Backlashes usually start as that. Uh, works like burn feel like an invisible squeeze rather than an incendiary burn. Um, you are going to be bruised from basically head to toe by this. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, um, this effect is going to hit you so hard um, that until the paradox effect wears off, you are going to be so covered in bruises, you you barely have a patch of... You look like a calico cat. Um, you're going okay. to have a, a plus one difficulty on all social roles with anybody uh, as you look like a piece of tenderized steak. Also, Whoa. moving is going to hurt until this goes away. All right. Uh, but you have like stripes of purple and green along your face, um, and you're going to hit and just and like bounce and hit the ground. Um, it's going to strafe up through the floor, and she is going to collapse right on top of Charity. Chastity, pardon me. Different, different character, different game. Uh, on top of Chastity, um, Amelia is going to go limp. Uh, Darcy, what do you do? Okay, fine, I guess. Um, um, the spirit's gone, and I have three people that are just fucking there. Um, I guess I can't... Uh, I would like to try and heal them all at once, but I guess I'm just going to try and go through the pile and heal people <laughs> that are down. So, um... Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll start with who's on top and work my way down the pile. <laughs> I mean, the closest one to you is um, uh, is Amelia. And that yeah. is a very vicious wound. Yeah, I will. Yeah, she's probably going to go um, try sure. and heal okay. Amelia. So uh, this is the second time I've seen. This is going to be uncanny. So I'm going to give you a point of paradox and uh, towards your straights. And I want you to make me the same roll. This is going to be at a difficulty of five. 
Nice! That's three successes again. That's gonna be six points of bashing for her. Six points is okay. So six points of bashing or lethal damage. Uh, so, or is it is it half on lethal? I can never remember. It's two points uh-huh. of no, it's two points of bashing or lethal. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, laying your hands and and herbs, you're going to. Uh, chastity as Amelia falls forward onto you. Uh, Darcy pulls her off and begins chanting and waving magic herbs around, and you are going to look down and see this bloody gash zigzagging up the back of her head where her skull cracked that is slowly going to start knitting together. Hey, point of medicine to see if I understand what's happening? Um, she's being well, How bad this is? I, yes. Oh, but... it's like it could have been awful, but it looks like it'll be okay yeah. now. Okay. Cool. Um, she is still going to be unconscious from the <laughs> from just the brain trauma, uh, but she is fine. Turn and look at Josephine. What Joseph- the fuck did you think you were doing? Excuse me. I think Josephine's unconscious. <laughs> Make me a stab roll to see now. if you're unconscious. <laughs> Or you can just lean and just be like, you know what? I'm taking the nap now. <laughs> good. I'm good. That that took a lot more out of me than I expected. I got a success. Okay, so I'm you're like half, you're you're like what? Who did what? I I, I hit, hit hit the spirit. Hit spirit. Ooh, hit the ghost. Ghost go boom. Which way does it look like the spirit went off? Because Jazz is gonna. It went the room. up, and if it, it might be headed toward where Evelyn is going. Mm, then I'm going to head off in that direction to see okay. if I can... So you can yeah. rush up the stairs. The carpet is no longer trying to strangle, uh, and you can rush up the stairs, uh, <laughs> making your way to where Evelyn is right now, throwing open the doors to a library. Uh, mm. It's quite a large library with a good 300 books among the shelves. Uh, Evelyn, you are in the room first. Uh, the room is dark, but I'm going to say that you grabbed grabbed one of the two lanterns on your way up and are holding it in front of you, casting light across the room. It is a lovely, uh, a lovely library with a, um, uh, with uh, a number of bits of memorabilia, reading chairs, and a a comfy fireplace in front of you that has long since, uh, long since been snuffed out for almost a decade now. Um, The shelves are directly in front of you. And um, what do you do? I guess I'll start looking to see if there's anything I can find to, I guess, try and figure out what the spirit is. Sure. And uh, why they're unhappy and okay. wh- so how we might be able to solve that. Make me a wits. Basically, the goal is to get rid of the spirit. Make me a wits and perception or investigation roll. Uh, alternatively, you could make me a uh, a wits and a cult roll to try to figure out how to deal with ghosts from what you've read. Okay. Well, I don't have a cult, so I'm not going to go with that. Um, So I think you said um, perception and investigation? Perception and investigation if you're looking around for something in this room. Okay. Well, let's try that, I guess. Sounds good. Uh, so give me that roll. You're rushing into the room and looking and checking the shelves. Uh, Chastity, you are right on her heels, uh, rushing into the room, and you can hear the sound of a groaning scream headed your way. 
as you look back, you'll see along the banister as ghostly fire uh, begins bamfing between rooms and banister Mm. railings. Okay, listen up here, ghost. Let's have a nice, civil talk. Can I, like, intimidate or something? Or, like, charisma this? You may try. I would like to attempt this. Uh, You can make me a uh, charisma plus... uh... And I have a bold specialty for charisma. Okay. You are bold. Uh, So you can give me a charisma plus uh, empathy, leadership. What do you got? I have intimidation, empathy, um, and expression. Are the ones that look like. Uh, So intimidation best, empathy second best. Choose how you want to do this. Um... I think she's mad, but she also wants to be, like, connect. Like, if you're going the jilted, angry, murdered lover route, this is not the way to do it. None of us were responsible for that. That's not going to be intimidation as much as it's going to be um, uh, probably... What were the other ones you had? You had expression and... Empathy. Empathy, I've got two dots. I'll say that's empathy. So that's going to be charisma and empathy. I'm spending a willpower. Um... Okay. And if with bold, that means I can Tens with specialization. Okay. Uh, and you're a minus one because of wound penalties. Yes, yes. So I, I noted that forget. and I reduced that. The numbers on your wound tracker, uh, mm. you subtract them any dice from your pool when you roll, except for magic. Yeah. Thankfully, most of my rolls have been magic or I've yeah, been right. failing rolls. So I wouldn't have made too much of a difference, I don't think. All right, what have I got here? Um, what's my difficulty? Difficulty of this is going to be... Ooh, Seriously? Probably decently high. What'd you get? So I have mm-hmm. a seven, two okay. sixes, okay. and two ones. And I spent a willpower. Oh, you did spend a willpower. On top of that? I did, yes. Okay. So that means that no matter what, you couldn't <clears throat> botch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you are just going to flat fail because it was going to be a heightened difficulty of at least seven. Uh, yeah. So as you are calling this, she is just too worked up. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, Evelyn, what'd you get on your on your roll? Uh, what was the difficulty? Uh, difficulty to look around this library is actually fairly well maintained. Uh, you're in a hurry. I'm going to say it's difficulty eight. Okay. To find a specific book in a few seconds in a library. Three. Three. God damn. Um... Rushing hey, around I, the room. I know libraries. Okay. Uh, you will see directly across from the door. Uh, now, this room is not terribly wide. It's only about about 12 to 15 feet wide, and then, uh, pardon me, deep, I guess I should say. Uh, and it's quite wide, like a rectangle that you're stepping into, right? Uh, on the long side. Um, directly across from the door, you are going to see a very stylized copy uh, with a red leather binding directly in front of you in the dimness. An A imprinted on it like a cameo. All right. I will pull that out then. Okay. Uh, as you do, a letter is going to fall from between the pages. I'll pick it up. <laughs> All right. Examine. Uh, okay. As you are examining it, uh, there is going to be a sudden surge of energy around you. And uh, can you make me a dex and athletics roll? Shite. <laughs> You probably can, actually. Uh, 
Oh, what's the difficulty? Difficulty six. Three. Three. Okay. Uh, so it's funny for how little dice I have for this. A ghostly shape is going to rush down from the ceiling and grasp at your throat, and you are going to duck out of the way. And as you do, uh, the letter is going to be in your hand. Uh, chastity. This thing surges down. She is pockmarked, dissolving. You're starting to see the shape of uh, what could have been a a plump and pretty girl in her late teens or early twenties. Um full-faced and full of body, um, but torn and bloody. Her neck is bent to one side, and she, um, as much as a ghost could ever be, is quite badly damaged. Like, to say that she is near she is near eternal death after what Josephine does, you actually see a place in the side of her head that is, like, leaking, rotting grubs out of it from where Josephine cracked her. What do you do? Think about Can we that all point. just calm down? You don't have to go on a murder spree. Okay, so are you trying to do empathy again? Yes. Or are you exact trying... same? Okay, so okay. I was going to try it again. Sure, Unless, that sounds good. What was your suggestion? If you wanted to try any mind magic or something. Would mind magic actually help here? It might, it might not. You could empathically project an emotion. I would like to empathically project via lecturing um, on the virtues of not killing people. Okay. Um, so that sounds good. That sounds that sounds like a thing. Uh, so uh, you need you'll need a lot of successes for this. I'm gonna try it. I'm she's mad. Okay, so I'm gonna say this is going to be a it's gonna be elegant, mm -hmm. uh, and it's going to be of difficulty because she's going to resist you. Uh, that's going to be a difficulty of seven. Difficulty seven? And it's, so this is, so I've got mind this, two. Uh, yep, yeah, so you got mind two. So this is basically an empathic projection. Because you can see her and affect her with this big spirit effect, I'll say that you can target yeah. her with this. Okay. Because it's basically going to be like an area effect. You're just going to kind of drop this on the room, and everybody yes. in this room is going to chill the hell out. Yes. No murder here! Let us be, I don't know, siblings or something, and be good to your fellow human. Okay. But uh, much more eloquent than ooh, that. Uh, one, one sec, though, Amy, before yep. before you roll. Yep. One, one sec, one sec. I gotta, I gotta check something. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, do my dam damage penalties hit my magic as well? They or do, do not. They can give you distraction. Okay. Okay. Uh, but there's just something I want to check <clears throat> very quickly. Uh, okay. That is... There it is. Uh... Okay. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Tell me, tell me what your dice are. Does roll help using willpower help here? Willpower is always helpful. I will use willpower. That's my last okay. willpower. I'm gonna have to figure okay. out how to regain some of this. Uh, so that means you default to your nature, by the way, if you run out of willpower. Oh, my nature is guardian. Okay. So that's that's fitting. Yeah. All right. Let me roll some dice. Uh. Five, six, and a seven. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a fail. Yeah, I figured it would be. Okay, you are going to try to calm that down. Uh, I feel very frustrated, but we're going to cut downstairs to uh, to Josephine and Darcy. What are you two doing? Josephine, you are very badly injured. Uh, ghost. <laughs> I was going to say, if, I'm, if Darcy's not hearing, like, 
bad, like super bad ruckus from upstairs, she's probably gonna continue healing Sounds other good. people. You are going to hear uh, a whole ton of uh, of yelling upstairs, like, this is not, we're not killing people. This is a no killing zone. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, uh, she is pretty curious. Uh, she might, <laughs> she might wait on healing Josephine if she's just mumbling and not like obviously bleeding out. She might go run upstairs. Just I'm like turning happening. colors because <laughs> bruising is appearing. So she'll probably run upstairs because she's curious about what's going on up there. Oh, actually, Jen, mm -hmm. do me a favor. So in M20, mm -hmm. um, you actually can soak bashing damage at uh, bashing damage from magic. So from paradox. So okay. you may you may roll me your stamina, and we'll reduce what I what I succeeded on. Well, that's a two and two fours. Okay. Well. <laughs> so we tried. We tried, and that that's important. Um, now I'm guessing that this means that you might be able to heal it with magic in M20 as well, because that was always something that was a little iffy before. Mm -hmm. Like, can you heal, you know, magically inflicted penalty damage with magic? Yeah, know. and it always seemed like not as much of a, a punishment that Paradox was supposed to be. Yeah, if you could just heal it. So that I think that's what we're... I think that that's what we're going to... What we're probably going to go with for now. So we'll just leave this as this. Uh, so yeah. what are you going to do, Darcy? You're going to run upstairs? I'm going to run upstairs. Okay. Um, and Josephine, what are you doing? Um... I think right now I'm trying to just gain my wits and okay. stand up and move okay. very slowly towards Teddy the Teddy is going to rush up to you. Oh, God, so you look like hell. feel Don't like worry. hell. <laughs> is there anything I can do? Pick me up? Pick you up? <sighs> I just... Where's, there's yelling. I'm going to be yelling. <laughs> not without me, you're not. Hold on. Uh, and he's going to swoop down and, and, like, pick you up. Okay. She'll probably yelp because of all the bruising. Sorry, sorry! I didn't touch anything I wasn't supposed to. No, it's fine. It, I just, I hurt. I hurt a lot. You took a hell of a hit. Impressive. Thanks. Man, no problem. Hold on. And he's going to start, like, rushing across the floor, trying not to slip uh, on any of the, uh, the, the crystal that's fallen. That ghost pack's a hell of a punch. Oof. You're telling me. Um, and uh, Darcy, you're going to rush upstairs uh, just in time to see um, the ghost surge down and try to grab Evelyn. Uh, and uh, for Chastity to try to set off a magical effect, you will see uh, energy will flare of a sphere that you do not recognize uh, and will fail to take hold as it fizzles. As if it is having difficulty doing so. Um, so in this order, I'm going to ask uh, Evelyn, what are you doing? Um, so it's trying to strangle me. It is trying and failing. Um, a An old letter that was pressed between the pages of the Scarlet Letter book is now in your right hand. Um, I'm trying to decide between Showing the letter and seeing if that does anything or entropy field. Okay, you may do either. What would you prefer? 
Um, I think I'll do Entropy Field and Soak Damage. Just in case it gets better at it. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, so this is going to be... Um, uh, this is your rote, and it's going to be uncanny. I'm going to... Well, actually... Is yours... Yours is the damage absorbing one, right? Yes. So it's the magnetic resonance field. Um, so I'm just going to, I think, have... This is just something I have attached to my belt, maybe? Or okay. a chatelaine? Um, so this absorbs health levels, right? Or is it... In, or uh, is you it... can put successes into soak. Uh, so... Okay. So you put it into power. It looks like two successes to soak yep. lethal, three to soak okay. aggravated. So this, this type of magic, this will probably be uncanny. This one. Mm-hmm. Because it is a pretty potent effect. Um, so if you're cool with that, go ahead. Let's do this at a difficulty of four. Uh, and what are the spheres? It is... Entropy three. Okay, so that's going to be difficulty of seven. Uh, unless you spend any uh, quintessence or use additional foci instruments. Um... I don't have any, so... Okay. So you're at difficulty seven for this. Okay, let's see what I can manage. You can spend willpower. Oh. It's too late. Uh, two successes. Okay, uh, so you are going to get a shield up. It is going to last... Are you doing it just for one round, or are you doing it for the remainder of the situation? Um, I think just for the round, because I think I would have okay. heard people charging up, so... All right, sounds if good. I hopefully soak whatever happens next, so it'll all go into soaking, I guess, lethal. Okay, that sounds great. So uh, I am going to try to hurt you good. Uh, you can make me a dex and athletics roll to try to get out of the way. Okay. Uh, I suggest this. Okay, one, two, three, okay. How it's the difficulty? Difficulty of, uh, difficulty of six. Uh, four. Four, okay. Uh, she is going to lash out at you, trying to gouge your eyes out. Um, as her fingers elongate, uh, she is going to strike you, and, uh, I need you to do me a favor and roll me, uh, how many successes? You got two successes on, um, lethal soak, and was that one point of lethal soak or two points of lethal soak per success? I think okay so you've got it written as power into two successes to soak lethal okay so, so I'm guessing I have to then roll my stamina and instead of soaking bashing I'll soak lethal so is it I'm not okay. sure. so this is, this is, this is, yes uh, so this allows you to soak lethal damage with your stamina by so which would be better than if I'm only taking bashing yep. or something like that Yep, and if you, oh, that's right, because you could also you could also spend successes into additional soak dice of that type. Oh, okay. If you wanted to, so but we'll talk about that in a bit. Oh, so, that's what that last bit. Okay, that's yeah, way down so the bottom. Yeah, so it means that so. you could add extra soak dice up to a huge amount because this is just a fate shield. It's catastrophic right. at a certain level, but it's really useful. Uh, it's, do tens explode on this one? Uh, they they do not because your stamina you don't have especially in stamina. Uh, two successes then. Two successes, okay. Uh, she is going to gouge at you and you are going to get away very luckily with only two points of bashing damage as she strikes you in the side of the face. Uh, it's going to bruise you quite a bit. Uh, so you'll take two points of bashing damage and will be knocked to the side, but that would have been four lethal to the eyes. Okay. Um, she is going to knock you 
to the side and uh yes sorry just a quick question um so for the health boxes Mm -hmm. you just do the slash for bashing do you just slash down that number of boxes and Mm -hmm. then you start going back up with lethal so um if so the way that works is you have i believe seven health boxes the first one you take bashing you put slashes down if you take a lethal you fill in basically the densest damage is at the top and that pushes damage down so if you have three points of bashing damage, you have slash, slash, slash. If you take mm-hmm. a point of lethal damage, you then have X slash, slash, slash. Because the most grievous injury is um, is the light, is the easiest one to heal. Okay, so it's at the like top the, and then you just keep pushing all that stuff down. Yeah, and if it compresses, if you run out of spaces to get to apply bashing damage, it becomes lethal and then aggravated. Okay. So it rolls over, basically. It's, it's a... It makes sense once you play it a couple times. Um, but so you're going to take two points of bashing. Do you have any damage on you right now besides that? I had one point of bashing. Okay, so you have three points of bashing damage, which is going to be like you want a day's rest to heal this off or some magic. Um, yeah, because I knock cracked my head in the carriage was what it was. Uh, she's going to knock you to the side. A little bit of blood is going to dribble down the side of your head from where she crashed into you. Uh, Chastity, you are seeing this. What do you do? This ghost is a right bitch. She's not listening, and I am still want to... Oh, man. Um, you have a lot of prime energy. I do have a lot of prime. I would like to. Okay, I still have my riding crop. It's just shoved in, like it's hanging mm. off of her belt. She'd like to grab that. She would like to imbue that and smack this ghost right. with an Sounds imbued good. riding crop. So, uh, what we will do is we'll do the imbue and the attack as one action. Okay, so, so spend, she'll pull spend up her a point thing. Of and uh, make me uh, this is going to be an uncanny effect okay Uh, so that's a point of paradox point of paradox that I have marked down your sheet Uh, this is going to be at a difficulty of three for you difficulty of three okay for reasons okay um that's three successes then Fantastic. Uh, now, are you doing this? So I have to ask, ask you a mm-hmm. question. Are you using the riding crop as a means of transference of energy? Or are you using it as you're imbuing it and then striking with it? Uh, because the first one is a much more damaging effect, but it only lasts the one hit. I think she probably wants to just hit it once with as much as she can. Okay, then that will yeah. do that. I need you to just do me a favor to make sure you hit. Uh, make me a, uh, a dex and melee roll. Dex and And while this is happening, she I have rushes. no melee. Okay. You can always spend a willpower. I am out of willpower. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yep. You can make me a dexterity. Uh, I have dexterity. I have... Oh, wait. And I have to reduce the dice. I have a single dice. Um, I will allow... It's a you- 10! Okay. Uh, Fuck this bitch. Okay. So she is not dodging because she doesn't see this coming and is because she's focused on uh, on killing Evelyn and the letter. Uh, so uh, rushing forward, you are going to strike, uh, delivering the edge of the riding crop to the side of her gashed head. Uh, that I think is she's to- probably yelling something along the lines of the power of Christ compels you to get the fuck out. Um, and uh, Darcy, as you rush into the room, what are you doing as you see this? Um, just kind of absorbing the situation. Absorbing the situation, then she's gonna be like, "That's a, that looks like a good idea," and she's gonna whip out her dagger and uh, I would like to infuse that with prime and okay. slap stab a bitch. Okay. Well, give me one sec because this is going to be. Uh, so, Amy, that was six levels of aggravated damage you just dealt to this this creature. 
Uh, so as you're going to pull out your dagger and prepare for this, start prepping the magic. Um, but you're going to see in a second that there's probably no need for that. As there is a like the edge of this riding crop glows red hot and golden in your sight as you watch this magic pour into it. And as you do, I want you to do me a favor and make me a perception plus awareness roll. Uh, you may do it at difficulty of eight. Uh, Evelyn, you may do it at difficulty 10. Sorry, what was the roll? Uh, it's perception plus awareness. Uh, and... Three successes. Okay, uh, you are going to feel an, a really dark, horribly angry energy flood the room. And it is going to just expand out in a wave as this ghost shrieks and explodes into hundreds of living flies that begin to fill the room. Hundreds of buzzing flies will fill the room. And the shockwave is going to be enough that the window next to uh, next to the bookshelf near you is going to explode outward. And the flies are going to quickly swarm out of the window if nobody does anything. Um, they do not appear to be connected to the ghost. They're not glowing or anything. Uh, but the ghost is going to explode, turning into those flies, and a... There's going to be gooping ectoplasm plastered across the wall and floor. This kind of greenish-black substance. Darcy, what would you like to do? You hear running up the stairs at this point. Oh, I'm not in the room yet? You are just at the... You're, you're at the entrance. Okay. Uh... What do you do? Evelyn... Just stare in wonder of what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Uh, Is Evelyn looks upset? Does she look like Evan, Evelyn looks kind of like banged up? Okay, then she'll go to her. I didn't. Yeah, she'll go right. to her and heal. So, uh, Evelyn, what are you doing? Um, kind of looking a little wide-eyed, and we'll just look down at and open the letter in my hands. I guess. Okay. Uh, as you look down, you are going to see that. Uh, um, it is a letter. Uh, that is stamped with what looks like a local hack doctor's um, letterhead. Dear Sir, I'm writing you to inform you that one <clears throat> Nina uh, probably won't say if I just check my notes or something real quick. Uh, Come on, I had the name written right here. Oh, there it is. <clears throat> um, I'm writing to inform you that one Nina Liebe is in fact with child. I'm requesting that given her work as a scholarly maid at your estate, she be allowed light duty as her pregnancy advances beyond the halfway mark. Presently, I believe that she is set to give birth, uh, and it lists a date in the end month, um, in the spring about 10 years ago. Should you require any further uh, discussion, please do not hesitate 
to contact me. John Masters, MD. Mm. Um, on the back of the letter, you will see that there is additional writing. It's scrawled in a in a very rough pen. And it says, Harvey. Uh, this will take you a minute to actually read because the handwriting is very bad and the spelling is atrocious. Harvey. As the doctor says, I am wit child. I want what you promised me so that we can all be a happy family and I will be lady of this house son soon love L-U-V Nina Oh. Uh, there will be stomping outside of the door and uh, Josephine will be brought into the room carried by Teddy <sighs> oh the stairs are killer here, here you go are you okay I'll help you yeah. uh, Darcy if you're trying to heal um, Evelyn I want you to go ahead and make me an arte roll a difficulty of five Oh, pardon me, difficulty of six because you have two effects up. Uh, she'll, I, I will, uh, I meant to say I'm going to drop the strength one. Okay. It hasn't been, yeah, it just, mm. it, it, burp. Sounds good. Um, speed two successes. Uh, yeah, two successes, so four points of bashing. Okay, so Evelyn is going to be completely healed. Oh, nice. And you are all in the room together. The flies are going to mostly dissipate. So? What the hell happened? Oh, well, I smacked a ghost with... Then she's got a riding crop seal in her hand, and she'll just be like... It exploded, and she'll just hang it off of her belt again. Like, Oh, are you into riding, are you? Well... Yeah, she is. She's a real excellent rider. Sure. So, Especially stallions. Your uncle, I think, had an affair? And either she killed him, or possibly your aunt did if she found out about this. And she'll hand over the letter. Read both sides. He'll flip it around and we'll wander back and forth pacing as he reads it. Wow. That's... So either your uncle refused and... She's in the... Pushed him? But then she's also dead, so she either died in childbirth or your aunt 
maybe got rid of both. She was yelling murderer, remember? Yeah. And May the banister up there is broken. And and Teddy the, like goes to lean against the banister right when you say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dumped her body down the whale. So she fell. She was probably pushed here. And then whatever happened to your uncle was either your aunt or a bad accident or a ghost. But then wouldn't she have gone to rest if she managed to kill him off? He's the one who did it. Yeah, uh, if he did, unless they maybe they both did or it. I think ghost logic is weird. Killed them both. Or that. Or he killed. She, she seemed to and your think aunt that pushed him down the stairs in revenge. She seemed to think that he was going to put your aunt aside and for her. Well, they hadn't had children. They um, she was pushing in well into her thirties at this point. <laughs> Maybe your like uncle, maybe your uncle tried to get your aunt to accept this as his heir. Well, I've read why, th- about that huh. in some novels. That explains why the house never went up on the market, and why she left so quickly. Yeah. Is this? Let me see if he actually knows what this is. Anybody who wants to can make me an intelligence and a cult roll. Sure. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I have nope. no occult. No occult. <laughs> I took enigmas and esoterica. I put took esoterica. <laughs> I have esoterica, enigmas, cosmology, occult. You're... What do you want? Uh, <laughs> I also I have, have a little a... bit of cosmology. Mm. One success? Yeah. One for me, too. Okay. He's waving the letter around as he's talking. It's like, all right, so what do we do now? And as he's saying that, you realize that this letter and her body are probably what are known as fetters. Mm. Anchors that hold ghosts the material realm. And both of you have a thought. There are a couple of ways to deal with this. One is probably you can um, you can pull her out of the well if her body is there and give her a, a proper burial. Whatever that means in the culture that she's from. Mm. Um... Or you could destroy both fetters. Uh, until the fetters are destroyed, there is a chance that she could re-corporate re, uh, sometime in the distant future. Uh, mm. Although her, her incorporeal form is basically, uh, you guys wrecked it, nice and solid. But as long as these items are, are around, there's a chance she could return. Hmm. Brenda letter. And... Chastity, hmm? can you do me a favor real quick? Yes. Can you make me... What's your wit score? My wits is three. You immediately have a second thought pop into your head. Mm-hmm. As as she says, burn the letter. You have an immediate thought that whispers in the back of your ear that says, What's the aunt's address? If she recorporates with the letter... The other way to put her at rest would be vengeance. Yeah. So that's a thought that pops into your head specifically, but burn the letter. Um, Maybe we should hold on to the letter for a moment, but we should dig up the remains um, from the well, if that's where they ended up. Here, can I? And she'll reach out for the letter. Uh, he'll hand it over to you. He trusts you implicitly. Perfect. Yeah. 
I mean, supposedly, the you said there's grave moss mm-hmm. next to the well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe she was buried next to it. Because would you really foul well your own was well? Quite deep, and if they were planning to move anyway, or if I don't the ant care. was planning to move. That's and... true. A hurry escape. It doesn't really. No wonder it wasn't coming back. Yeah. And there was something when I went to the node. I did feel something off about it. Okay. So, I think... Okay, well, let's try to get her up. Yeah. What in the hell happened? Pardon me. What in the hell's going on down here? You'll hear echo from the main... from the uh, the great hall beneath. Darcy! My, yes? Uh, I've been gone an hour! We, uh, we fought a ghost. And you wrecked this place. Is everyone all right? You hear Vivian's voice. We found Um, apples and... uh, changes of clothing in the coach house. Hmm. Anything in my size? Oh, oh yes, I'll need that. And she'll, Mm -hmm. at this point, remember that she has Teddy's jacket on and we'll shrug that off and pass that Uh, to him. Sure. I hope you liked it. Uh, they uh, will stride up, and you look like Evelyn's hell. just sitting on the floor with like legs. <sighs> Doctor Taylor, I'm sorry. This this night has been a little more um, eventful for you than it has for me. Are you all right? Y- yeah. Yes. Um, she dabs the blood away. <laughs> See, you seem to be particularly adept at patching people up. Um, yes. I could potentially use your services. Oh, oh yeah. Are you hurt? Of course. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't notice that. Um, of course. Like Those are strange symbols. Your bruises are shaped like. And true enough, Josephine's bruises are shaped like vague outlines of arcane symbols. As if she got punched by magic itself. Hmm. Like glyphs and pentacle-shaped, like, bruises all down her face and arms. Yeah, I hit, like, the bookshelf, but there's a lot of stuff to me and the wall. Looks like you got straightened out, one might say. What? The straits call upon magic. Big, loud magic. Sometimes you lose you, control of it. You believe in that fairy tale? I yeah. do. You're lucky fairy it didn't tale? get inside of your brain. L- look at your, look at your face. I think it's pretty yeah. obvious. Ghost pack a, a punch. I that was a, probably a, a right big punch. So what do we do now? I'm gonna go back to the study and see if the wine is still blood. That's right as well. I also found some whiskey in the coach oh, house. My, I could go for a, a whiskey right about now. Aye. <laughs> 
And rum? I could go for the rum myself. You're a... a sailor, right? If you want, yeah. that could take the edge off. Unless you're a teetotaler. No. Drink. <laughs> I don't think anyone is tonight. Yeah. Come. Let's warm ourselves up. Is something bracing? <laughs> Absolutely. And with that, you'll head downstairs and spend the rest of the night holed up. In the morning, you are able to pull the remains of a body out of the well. And as you are about to decide what to do with it, you will hear a wrought iron fence open. The gate opens at the front of the estate. And uh, you'll hear the crunching of, of gravel along the walk on the side of the villa. Approaching in the grayness and fog of the morning. A man rounds the corner. He's wearing a, a long, dark-colored coat, as well as a bowler hat. He is um, deeply brown. An, an Indian, for sure, you think. Maybe Nepalese? Uh, although this day and age, it all kind of blends together in the Empire's reach. He looks around the corner, and um, where Mai and Vivian originally reacted with trepidation at the sound, reaching toward um, various devices or tools, they relax slightly. Evan, Evelyn will have tried to tuck taller people between her and where the sound was coming from. Hello. Sorry for interrupting, he says. Uh, his voice is uh, accented both British and with a touch of Indian as well, just that Indian melodic quality to it. Uh, but it's um, a fairly a fairly pleasant tenor. Um, he appears to be around 40, and as you look at him, you see he has a very well-groomed mustache, and along the edges of his face, many, many scars as well as a few places on his throat where you're sure this man has been shot on the throat before and survived. I'm sorry to interrupt. I was hoping to have a word. I know you, and I know you. And they will nod. Uh, my name, uh, for those of you who I'm meeting for the first time, I would like to say... Welcome to London. My name is Haveldar de Neshmani. I come bearing gifts and words from the Chakravanti. Uh, those of you with any military background may know that Haveldar is a rough uh, equivalent of sergeant in the Gurkha military. You would not happen to be Darcy Harkness, uh, Chastity Goodwin, uh, Evelyn Taylor, and Josephine Carrington. Would any of you? 
What if we are? Who's that? Why? Why would you ask that? There's been a murder. And your names were left on the scene in a most grisly fashion. After breakfast, he gestures down to a large square leather satchel that he's carrying in his offhand. I suggest you come with me and we investigate this together. In the meanwhile, he'll tap the side of the bag. I brought breakfast, although you may not wish to have it with you when we reach the crime scene. And I think that is where we're going to call game for the night. Uh, yes. So having the Chakravanti show up and invite you to breakfast and bring you curry is uh, pretty <laughs> great, I think. Um, How that, do you that, spell that, his name? Uh, so yeah. his name is Dinesh Mani. Yeah. So uh, exactly like you think it is spelled. D-I-N-E-S-H. Uh, and his last name is M-A-N-I. Uh, and then the, the sergeant is Havildar. Or okay. Havildar. Um, yeah, I was really like, should, should I try to do a British Indian accent? I was trying for like two days and I'm like, I can't do this and give it the dignity that it, that the culture deserves. So I'm just going to like a very light inflection at all. Uh, his voice is much thicker with it. Mm. Uh, it's that weird combination of British and Indian together where it's like two cultures kind of at war in the mouth almost mm, yeah. uh, very melodic but uh, uh, it does like this is this is the era we're in um, so folks that is going to be it for us tonight I really appreciate you uh, joining us tonight and Jen that was a look what was what was the look for it's just woo, woo. <laughs> uh, so you all managed to sleep so all of you are going to get one point of willpower back woo yay uh, woo. also uh, Amy you're going to get another point for guardian okay uh, um, and someone redeemed a point in chat for me. Okay, so gain another point oh. of willpower back. Okay. That's three back total. Uh, and then did anybody go after their their nature tonight in a way they want to they wanna argue for? No. I think so. You don't think so? I don't have any willpower spent, so... Okay. I, so, just, I need Quint again. That's fair. Uh, so, Josephine, what's your... Do you want to say anything for your nature? It's Survivor. I don't think I did that. I'll give it to you. You survived yeah. fighting a ghost and almost dying from paradox. I'll give sure. you one. And Darcy, what, what, what's your nature? Remind me. Uh, mine is activist, which is like trying to uncover conspiracy and defeating it. I don't really think so. Hmm. Let's take a look at that for the next game and see if that's exactly the one that we want to go with. Oh, right. For, Sounds good. Because it hasn't come up really before. And uh, yeah, if I anything, make... I could have spent willpower last game and regained mm. it with my nature of rogue. Yeah. So we will we will talk about that uh, in a little bit. In the meanwhile, I would like all of you to gain four points of experience. Because I'm going to give you a slightly elevated curve uh, because I like I like to and because buying stuff is really expensive. So um, quick thing. So uh, you are brand new to the system, uh, Robin. So if you would like to buy a new skill, uh, it costs three XP if you have no dots in it. Other than that, it costs two times the rating you are purchasing. Okay. Uh, if you want to buy an attribute, it is, I believe, four times the rating. Might be five. Yeah. I, I will say, I think the book says, like, 
current rating, which means the the one you're going to. <laughs> yes. So the CR versus new rating thing is one that's hounded uh, the World of Darkness yeah. for aeons um, now. So um, it is toward the more expensive cost. Yeah. Possible. Um, so uh, with that, I want to thank you all for playing. Did you have fun tonight? Yes. Yeah. Mm. So. It was a good way to kind of get to know the characters a bit yeah. and how they yeah. react to stuff. And I have you... learned a lot about Chastity today. Yeah, I learned a lot about Darcy. I didn't think I <sighs> didn't think some things about her. Apparently, jo yeah. Josephine is is a little bit mad, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So <laughs> it's so fun. It's so just great. Final paradox totals. Uh, I have uh, everybody at one except for Darcy, who is at four. Yep, that's what I have. Okay, sounds uh, good. I'm at two. Oh, you're at two. Okay, because I had one from mm -hmm. last time. I don't know time. if me healing Evelyn also gave me another point of paradox or not. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give you. Let's give that to five. Okay, great. <laughs> now, okay. is Chastity yeah. able to get healing before the next game? Because she yeah, has three bashing. I was, yeah, I was trying to sneak that yeah, in. I'll say that yeah. anybody who has bashing damage can be healed to full. And okay. uh, Jen, cool. we'll figure we'll figure your thing out because uh, I need to check what the healing chart is for that much bashing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. Uh, I'm a designated cleric. <laughs> I mean, that's the verbena. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Part of so, me thinks that I should at some point get at least one dot of life, but that's for future chastity. So I had a about. question. This was, again, me trying to figure out spheres and and mage as a newbie. Mm -hmm. um, would there have been a way when she was possessed that I could have tried to, or like with with life and prime, trying to curse a ghost, or I'd have to spirit to try and curse a ghost. Usually you would need spirit. Uh, you could blast yeah. her with prime. Um, yeah, yeah. And I figured, like that. I was but just wondering about like usually, to... usually you're a little bit hamstrung when it comes to trying to deal with things magically you don't have spheres for. Yeah. Which is I why... I was trying to consider if uh, potentially like my disintegrate wrote with like entropy could have been connected to that one dot of spirit to hit the ghost. Um, actually, could... with uh, with entropy and spirit, uh, you you might have been able to, yeah, uh, because entropy is particularly good against ghosts. Yeah, it's why I added spirit to my prime to do that because mm. I was like, want to actually hit the ghost. Now they yeah. did remove an M twenty. You don't need entropy to use to go after ghosts anymore. So um, I looked that up today and was very excited, which is why having you join into things was pretty good um, on yeah. that. So I'm just checking. So healing damage recovery time. Here we go. Uh, so uh, the healing damage chart, for example, you take three levels. Give me the give me the healing damage chart. Damn it. Okay, hold on. Healing. Also, the chat's commentary tonight was just on was point. Really oh, it's been it's so funny. So good. I've had a hard time not just bursting out laughing just reading the yeah. chat. Yeah, I, I can't remember who it was. Sorry, sorry, chat, but somebody just being like, Josephine almost committed a murder-suicide. I'm like, yep. <laughs> almost I really happened. liked um, the one where it was that somebody mentioned that Teddy's partial to biblical knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so good. I may have commented privately to our little chat on Zoom that Chastity's been teaching him things. Okay, so Jen... <laughs> So yeah. you would have had about, uh, it was about 2 a.m. This is coming in the morning. So I'm going to say that you had about about 8 to 10 hours to heal. So uh, you were at, we'll say that you were at uh, crippled instead mm. of incapacitated, just to be nice to you. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you are going to heal uh, your crippled level and your mauled level, as well as one of your your other levels. So you should have uh, three points of bashing on you now. Awesome. And every hour of bed rest will uh, heal an additional point of damage. Cool. Uh, and then my bruises just stick around until you tell me they're gone? They stick around <laughs> until you are completely healed. Okay. And even then, you're going to be kind of sensitive to the touch, and anything that is too vigorously physical is going to give you some extra penalties. Because you're going to be kind of a okay. sore baby for a, probably another day or two. <laughs> oh, that's great. That that's You're just like, not going to slow me down. <laughs> I just love that you're like, ow, my body. Um, so, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will be back... Uh, so we're going to take a brief break while you wonder what the hell this murder thing is. Uh, and our next game is going to be, I believe, on the 28th. Um, so gotta, then, leave so. gotta leave them on a cliffhanger. Gotta leave them on a cliffhanger. And then we'll be back to just like doing it every week. But we're away for a couple weeks. And then we have Extra Life. So our next game is going to be on Saturday, August 28th. And then we will continue weekly. We hope to see you there. Thank you so much. And if you like this game, be sure to follow. Uh, be sure to leave us comments. Be sure to join our Discord and uh, help enjoy it together. And uh, if you didn't enjoy it, then uh, I'm sorry. But why are you I'm here? Sorry enough. Yeah, why are you here? Go away. Go away, kid. You bother me. Um, but hey, thanks so much. Stay magical out there, and we will see you in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, Book One, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor, Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Bricarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. The High Council of Patreon. Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl. Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge. Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Sergio, Chef Eladeth, LaRouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. Our level 20 hero, Michael I, the graphics guy. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Chandra Magic, Draconis Majers, Renee Hayes, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Voidweaver, Peppermint, Raven of Arlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, and a lizard with daft ideas. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first-time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, S.M. Pace, Hillary, Matt D.S., Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, The Bong Master, 
David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Paula Chino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, and Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Steven, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Joseph, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Laponte Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrup, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Ezra Santos, Chris Chinloy, QXVW198, Cade Green, Mitch D, The Comment Guy, Jade the Maker of Monsters, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, and the Queer Mountain Witch. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, and Robert Leach. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.